People always debate it. Who's the greatest player of all time? Dumb question. It should be who's the greatest team of all time? WGAG Radio. Sorry, Showtime. WGAG Radio. Back to back. WGAG Radio. First three P. WGAG Radio. Even with the flu. WGAG Radio. No push off. WGAG Radio. And my favorite. Tough to beat that. What? You think there's someone else? Prove it. Enough and strong enough, 
it begins right. to put the matter in chaos, right? Surrounding right. it into order. Right. Surrounding chaos, it, chaos is it, into order. What? Right. By right. forming a magnetic core. Correct. You got it? The it that is surrounding is the chaos. It surrounds right. it. It's strong enough to right. surround it now by forming a magnetic core, which is the center of a planet. Okay. And, okay. and then it starts to roll that magnetic core against the right. matter of prime primeval chaos, which you, which is not yet in order and surrounding the sun. So the magnetic core is against the matter of primeval chaos and is also surrounding the sun. Then the power of the sun ignites the planet and releases its attraction on the planet and the weight of the planet moves the orb away from the sun. Okay. Because mind you, we're dealing with a magnetic core now, and then eventually it releases it. So now the chaos has become an orb. Getting it out of the fucking way, then the planet moves farther and farther away from the sun until it displaces its own weight into the atmosphere of the sun as an object does in water. You want me? To, you want us to do it again? Anybody can explain it. Uh-uh. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm just gonna meditate on that for a little while. I I got the words though. I just have to meditate on it. For when a, a okay, I'm gonna do it one more time because I won't get it too. We got plenty no, of time. No, I'll do it one more I'll time. do. I have to. <laughs> when a sun. Yeah, we need to understand this definitely. When a sun that is going to have a solar system has grown big enough and strong enough, it begins to put the matter in chaos, surrounding it into order by forming a magnetic core. Now, a magnetic core is the center of a planet. And rolling that magnetic core against the matter of primeval chaos, which is not yet in order, and surrounding the sun, a planet grows until all the matter in its immediate area has been formed into the orb. Then the power of the sun ignites the planet and releases its attraction on the planet, and the weight of the planet moves the orb away from the sun. The planet moves further and further away from the sun. Now, mind you, the planet now is moving the orb away from the sun. You got it? Because mm-hmm. it just put, it's kind of like, it just put the, it's like chess, I reckon. It just fucking checkmate or check. I think that's what it's called, right? Check when you when you got a good view of the king. When you're ready to snatch that motherfucker up, you say check first. Right. So, yeah, Early so the sun, right. absolutely. So the sun has put this primeval chaos in check by surrounding it with a magnetic core. Okay. And a magnetic and core. Says, 
And right. a magnetic core is the, is, is, is the center of a planet. And it starts right. to roll that magnetic core. So think of a planet. So it, and it's the center of a planet. So it starts to roll that magnetic core against the matter of primeval chaos, which is not yet in order yet, but it still surrounds the sun. And then the planet grows until all the matter, because we're dealing with matter of primeval chaos. Remember now, the sun, once it's big enough and strong enough, it begins to put the matter in chaos, surrounding it into order. Matter. Remember all space, all time, all matter? Mm-hmm. All matter matters. So it's, so the sun begins to put the matter in in chaos. And we know what chaos is now, right? It puts the matter matter in chaos so that it could now fucking start to surround it and form a magnetic core. We know that now the magnetic core is in the center of a planet. And then rolling that magnetic core against the matter of primeval chaos, which is not yet in order, but, but it also surrounds the sun. A planet grows until all the matter in it, immediate areas, has been formed into the orb. I think I think why I think why I'm getting confused is where you go back and say it surrounds the sun, but I thought the sun was emitting um the um I thought the sun No, the sun is not bigger. The sun is not bigger than primeval chaos. Oh, it's, okay. it's strong enough to deal with it, okay. and it has grown okay. big enough to start to put this shit in order. But the okay. chaos, or the prime, the prime, the primal, the primeval chaos, is not smaller than the sun. Okay, okay, okay. That's like us thinking that we're bigger than the planet Earth. It okay. surrounds us. But we can right. control okay. it if we come together. Right. So okay. you got me? So when a yeah. sun yeah. that is so when a sun is going to have a solar system, when a sun is going to have a solar system has grown big right. enough and strong enough, it puts the it, it begins to put the matter in chaos. Matter and chaos surrounding it into order by forming a magnetic core, which is the center of a planet, and rolling that magnetic core against the matter of primeval chaos, which is not yet in order, and surrounding the sun. This is what the planet magnetic core is doing now. Then a planet grows until all the matter in its immediate area has been formed into the orb. Then the power, here you go, you ready? Then the power of the sun ignites the planet and releases its attraction on the planet and the weight of the planet moves the orb away from the sun. 
the planet moves further and further away from the sun until it displaces its own weight into the atmosphere or in the atmosphere of the sun. So the planet moves farther and farther away from the sun until it displaces its own weight in the atmosphere of the sun as an object does in water. So now we got to think about mm-hmm. an object in water. An object will sink in water until it dis- displaces its own weight in that water. Then it stops and floats. Can you see it? Yeah, I can see it. So when the planet displaces its own weight in the atmosphere as an object does in water, it is in right. orbit. First it was an orb. You see it? Now it's an orbit. Mm-hmm. You get it? Mm-hmm. Orbit. First it was an orb. Yeah. Now it's an orbit. Mm-hmm. When the planet okay. displaces its own weight in the atmosphere as an object does in water, it is an orbit. And then it floats around the sun. It grow it, 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 it and then it floats around the sun. It grower right, right, right. it it floats around the sun, which is the planet's grower and controller, indefinitely. When the sun is growing the planets or the plants, it uses all matter available. So notice that it uses all matter. It takes us right back when it says when the sun is born and is strong enough and whatever, big enough, it begins to put the matter in chaos. Right. Back at matter again, matter. You know what I'm saying? So when the sun is growing the planets, it uses all matter available. Ain't that incredible? Yes. That's powerful. It ain't scared of it because it knows that all matter matters unlike human beings. It understands that all matter matters. So when the sun is growing the planets, it uses all matter available. And, of course, that includes all gases, all chemicals and elements in sight. Right. The compound called water is separated from the other elements because the compound known as water lessens the burning ability of the other elements by weakening their potency. Moreover, water is necessary in the forming of the satellites and is needed in the forming of flesh and blood beings, but not necessary when it's trying to um, grow a planet because it'll weaken the elements. It weakened the potency, yeah. It'll weaken the other elements and shit. So when the planet orbits the sun and starts its eternal rotation around the nine ball, and the nine ball is, the planet is a burning ball, and that ball burns, and the burns until the burning goes beneath the surface of the planet as a fire does in a burning coal. When the burning goes beneath the surface and the planet cools from its burning, the sun pushes the Earth's share of water into the orb's magnetic and gravitational field. And it begins to rain and rain and rain. 
as this water goes beneath the surface of the planet and reaches the gases and chemicals in the earth, which are still burning, pressure begins to build up, and eventually the results are a series of tremendous violent explosions which send parts of the earth into orbit around the planet. When the sun, no, then the sun, by the laws of nature, draws these parts together and grows these parts together by rain, water, and heat. Okay, anybody want to build on that? And 810, give me another mic check. Would that be like an ass on? Just a quick mic check from uh, Mahdi. Can I get a mic check, Mahdi? Eight one zero eight three nine. Go ahead, newbie. I gotta grab um, Babylon. Okay. It's saying as this water goes beneath the surface of the planet and reaches the gases and chemicals in the earth, which are still burning, pressure begins to build up, and eventually, the result are a series of tremendous violent explosions, which sends part of the earth into orbit around the planet. So I'm assuming these are like asteroids or comets. Then or meteorites. Meteorite. Hey, I mean, well, forever, yeah. Don. Uh, right after, right oh, after. Wait, the wait, wait, wait. We back live, Babylon. Wait a minute. We just cut off somebody talking. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Don. <laughs> I just clicked on while you were talking. I'm sorry. Go ahead, newbie. Okay. Yeah, I was just saying, and I was just reading from um, the nine ball. It was saying, as this water goes beneath the surface of the planet, and reaches the gases and the chemicals in the earth, which are still burning, pressure begins to build up, and eventually the results are a series of tremendous violent explosions, which sends parts of the earth into orbit around the planet. So I'm saying those can be interpreted as comets, meteors. Then the sun, by the laws of nature, draws these parts together and grows these parts together by rain, water, and heat. So I guess that's how it cools them down. Okay, you threw me off with interpreted as uh, comments and shit. Because I don't even know how that shit is formed or how comments become comments and meteors and all of that. I wouldn't know. I don't know. I think I think he was relating to the part where it said that when it uh, when it uh, explodes and parts of the earth goes out into the um, atmosphere or something like that and so yeah so he was saying that could possibly be like meteorites or you know something like that oh okay i i I can i can imagine that yeah yeah i can imagine that but so so that part of the planet right so what we're seeing and thinking that's coming toward the earth is actually coming from the earth from those explosions and going up into space and coming you know back into the into the earth range atmosphere or something like that i'm probably yeah it's so interesting because it's it's so interesting because the part that got me was it seems like the sun chooses what planet is going to fucking have water on it Mm, yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mhm. Based on what it said 
that you know it don't even touch it don't even add the h two o into it yet because it'll weaken it first and then it's say um and then it says basically like the only motherfuckers that need water would be ne- ne- would be necessary for um farming satellites or just flesh. flesh beings so yep, it doesn't even, right. this is still the planet that is mm-hmm. what it's working with right now right. And Not when the planet inhabit- orbits the sun and starts its eternal rotation around the nine ball, the planet is a burning ball. This is not the blue planet that you're looking at today. Would you okay. just imagine a burning a ball on fire first? Right. It's a ball right. on fire. And that ball Correct. burns and burns until the burning goes beneath the surface of the planet as fire does in a burning coal. So just like it goes inside of it now. When the burning mm. goes beneath the surface and the planet cools from its burning, the sun uh-huh. pushes the Earth's share of water into the orb's magnetic and gravitational field, and it begins to rain and rain and rain. Rain, right. And this mm. water, now that water, goes beneath the surface of the planet and reaches the gases and chemicals in the earth. Now, remember now, there's gases Mm -hmm. and chemicals in the earth first. Right. When it's growing the planet. Remember the gases and chemicals and elements, it uses all the matter available first to grow the planet? Yeah, yeah, right? But the compound called water is separate, is separate, is separated from the other elements because the compound known as water lessens the the burning ability of the other elements by weakening their potency so the sun is fucking intelligent. It knows not to put water on the shit first. It doesn't even add that in in growing the planet first. So now when the planet orbits the sun and starts its eternal rotation around the nine ball, the planet is is a burning ball, and that ball burns and burns until the burning goes beneath the surface of the planet, as fire does in burning coal, right? So we clear with that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when yeah. the burning goes beneath the surface, the planet cools from its burning on its own, just like coal right. does, right? Mm-hmm. The sun then pushes the Earth's share of water into the orb's magnetic and gravitational field. And it begins to rain and rain and rain. As this water goes beneath the surface, because mind you, this is just on the outside. Now it's absorbing the rain, rain, rain. So as it Mm -hmm. goes beneath the surface of the planet and reaches the gases and the chemicals, in the earth, which are still burning, because you know you 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 know like when he used the example as the coal, that coal is hot as fucking red first, right on the outside. Right. But right, if you right. if you see that shit turn back black, that don't mean that motherfucker ain't hot. It's burning on the hot. inside. Right. Yeah. Right. So as the water goes beneath the surface of the planet and reaches those gases and chemicals inside the earth, which is still burning. Pressure builds, pressure begins to build up, and eventually the results are a series of tremendous violent explosions which send parts of the Earth into orbit around the planet. Mm -hmm. Then the sun, by the laws of nature, draws these parts together and grows Mm -hmm. these parts together by rain, water, and heat. Mm 
We get that first part, though, don't we, Queen? Make it the first part. Uh, yeah, so I got when, lost okay. on the little last little bit. Yeah, so when, again. It, when it, mm-hmm. it takes all of these pieces and pulls it together, what is it doing with that part? Because the earth is already formed now. So when these No, it's not finished. Come, oh, okay. It's not finished. It just got to the part where um, it just got to the point where the burning is now in, inward. Right. When it finally drops that water in it, mm-hmm. uh, you know, inside or beneath the surface of the planet and that water reaches the gases and the chemicals in the earth, mm-hmm. those gases mm-hmm. and chemicals are still burning when the water hits it. Now, mind you, this is ain't the water that you think you're drinking today. This is real. This is real water. This the this the, right. this the, the two chemicals, H two O, one hydrogen and two oxygens. Okay, this is not what you think. Okay. If you drop some, you know, some out. But if you notice, though, yeah. if you drop a little flick of water in in the fire, you'll see, you'll hear that explosion. It starts to pop, right? Right. Okay, so, but now we're dealing with pure H2O, real H2O dropping inside the planet Earth while it's still burning, and it's going to reach the gases and chemicals inside of it, and then the pressure begins to build up, and eventually the results are a series of tremendous violent explosions, which sends parts of the Earth into orbit around the planet. Right. And then the sun, by the laws of nature, draws these parts together and grows these parts together by rain, water, and heat. And so what do that become? What does that become? You have to keep reading for that. What are you talking about? Oh, okay. Okay. What are you talking about? The simple word called, we talked about cycles. Now we're talking about recycling. So when those gases reach the water, no, 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 they turn into they. That part, I'm not to cut you off. I'm sorry, Babylon. But that part that you're talking about, like what, where, what happens to those parts? Remember, parts of the planet Earth goes into orbit around the planet. Mm -hmm or the sends parts of the earth into orbit around the planet, then the sun, by the laws of nature, draws these parts together and grows these parts together by rain. So, however, those parts of earth that did not have enough force behind them, they go into space and become part of the moon. They fell mm. back to earth, okay, and form mountains and other high places that's on uh, your planet. Ah. Uh. Mm-hmm. Going up, going out, coming back in, creating okay. tremendous okay. violent explosions, which sends parts right of the earth. To, there yep. we go. Yep. Now, in any I like sense, the sound effect, Don. Thank you. I'm working on that myself. So I can <laughs> but yeah, that's how it, it goes out, comes back. It sails back to the planet, to the earth, and form mountains and other high places. Yet all okay. mountains, yet all mountains were not formed this way, though. 
Some mountains are mm-hmm. the result of heat pressure pushing parts of the earth upward, but never becoming powerful enough for violent explosions. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Remember, we're dealing with violent explosions that are based on the chemical H2O going inside or beneath the surface of the planet and reaches though and reaching the gases and chemicals in the earth, which are still burning. And then the pressure builds up, and eventually the results are a tremendous series of violent explosions, which would send the Earth into orbit, parts of the Earth into orbit around the planet. So some mountains are not formed that way because, because depending on the heat pressure, mm-hmm. but never becoming powerful enough for violent explosions, violent explosions. So, of course, after these series of tremendous explosions, Great craters and cracks were left in the earth. And it is easy to see how they would become oceans, rivers, lakes, and streams since the rains keep falling until those craters and crevices were filled enough with water. There's your answer. Mm, There it is. Yep. So what... So do you think that those, um, what you call it, those, uh, you know, when they have the lava coming out of the earth and all of that, that's just like just a smaller example of a bigger thing? Yeah, because you can see where it's coming from. Those are all, that's the burning inside of her. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Erupting Mm -hmm. or exploding. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Yeah, those the chemical gases and all of that shit that's erupting. That's based on something happening inside, which would be more water, or something is happening where that H2O starts to hit that damn, um, you know, it starts to hit those gases and those chemicals, which causes the violent explosions. Okay. Now, the stage was set and ready for other life. All ingredients needed for various types of life was given Mother Earth while she was growing in primeval chaos, which we just saw what happened. And when the Earth Mm -hmm. caught fire and was going through a heat process, the rains came and eggs were formed in the waters of the Earth by the nature of nature through action of alpha bombardment, etc., when combined with when combined the formulas necessary for life, which combine the formulas necessary for life, vegetation came up first, for it was necessary for food and protection for the flesh and blood beings that followed. Next was the dwarf beings, the dwarf, the dwarf beings, now called the African pygmies. Pygmies, dwarf, right, right, mm-hmm. exactly. These. This is what I thought Queen was talking about. These dwarf Nubians were born from the source of the Nile River, meaning the Nine River in Africa. The original atmosphere of this planet was was very unlike we know it today. At that time, the atmosphere was strong, dense with life gases, and hot all over the planet, even at the poles. Orb, Earth, was the first mother of all living beings on this planet. And the sun was the first father 
us all in the form of life, nine ether, or the form of death, six ether. Since there was no flesh and blood mothers to nurse the first flesh and blood beings on the planet, this means they had to be born strong enough to take care of themselves, like the sun, right? Mm-hmm. Right? To take right, care of themselves. Right. Like when, um, like right. in the beginning of the nine bow, he says, you know, some, some of y'all are going to have to exist like the sun and be self-sufficient, self-sustaining. Because we're dealing with 
Listen, because it says, and listen, it says that okay, I'm since there was no flesh and blood mothers to nurse mm-hmm. the first flesh and blood beings on the planet, this mm-hmm. means they had been strong enough to take care of themselves. Technically, right. that means it's going to still feed off the mother earth, just like an exactly. embryo feeds off of its mother. It's strong enough to do that. A mother doesn't have to reach down in her womb and, and pass the baby a piece of chicken. Eats and live off of that inside of her. It's safe. Everything in her is safe for the baby, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Mind you, we're in a womb. We're still in a womb. That's right. So the so the so orb or Earth was the first mother of all living beings on this planet. And now, since there was no flesh and blood mothers to nurse the first flesh and blood beings on the planet, this means they had to be born strong enough to take care of themselves. They were neither po- there. There were neither poisonous vegetation nor animals. Okay, so there was no no animals. There was no fowl or prey. Mm-hmm. There was nothing. Other than no, water, and, and you understand, so it wasn't no two-legged fucking lambs and, and, and chickens and shit flying around this motherfucker. So our ancestors, the pygmies, had no danger to confront them, and anything they could eat or drink was suitable for food, the same as a baby in the womb. There is no danger. So, Okay, so the pygmies' mother was earth. Yes. Not a not a not a flesh and blood woman did not now one of the motherfuckers come through is what I'm trying to understand here. Absolutely. That's correct. Okay. That's correct. Okay. But remember we're dealing with the top part of the smart circle. Why do you say that, Newbie? That's in revolution and not evolution. Correct. This is before, like he said, he said your planet was different the way it was, the way it is today. The original atmosphere of this planet was very unlike we know it today. At that time, the atmosphere was strong, dense with life gases and hot all over the planet, even at the poles. And we go back. It said that these dwarf Nubans were born from the source of the Nile River, meaning the Nile River in Africa. Mm-hmm. It said vegetation came up first. For it was necessary for food and protection for the flesh and blood beings that followed. Yep. Next was the dwarf beings, now called the African pygmies. These dwarf Nubans were born from the source of the Nile River. That's right. Milky Way. There we go. Milky Way. (laughs) There was neither poisonous vegetation nor animals and fowl of prey. Therefore, our ancestors, the pygmies, had no danger to confront them, and anything they could eat or drink was suitable for food. The dwarf Ethiopians could not die because everything was living. The earth was living. The atmosphere mm. was living. That means that there was no winter, y'all. 
that shows you that this motherfucker was alive. It was not dead. It didn't go through fucking soltis and cycles and shit. All over that motherfucker, there was a burning. The dwarf Ethiopians could not die because everything was living. The earth was living. The atmosphere was living. The water was living. The enemy called death was not there. The evolutionary process was not taking place. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, mind you, this is is 18 million fucking years ago. Like like Nubi said, though, these are our ascendants. These are the ascendants, not the descendants. Absolutely. These are your first. Absolutely. The original creation, or the physical creation of the original creation. The, these are incarnation, materialization, personification. At that time of original creation, that is, original order, the atmosphere was electrified, was electrified with non-ether and was strong and mentally nursing. The oh, atmosphere, huh. that's some strong-ass <laughs> shit, right? Because we're dealing with like, conscious gases, uh, 810. Everything. Conscious gases everything. was strong. That's some fucking shit. At the time of the ori- of original creation, that is, original order, the atmosphere was electrified with non-ether and was strong and mentally nursing. Now the atmosphere is dead and poisonous throughout the planet. And water and earth likewise. The water is dead. Earth is dead. Everything is fucking dead. Poisonous vegetations and insects, animals and birds of prey were not born until 36 million years after original order. When evolution, death of the universe, became a reality. Ah. Because it has to die now, or at that time. There's our 36 again, um, newbie. I see it, I see it. Remember that 36 we was doing the math on Babylon? Yep. Mm -hmm. Which one, does? Remember that when we first hit this nine ball last week or month or whatever, and we dealt with that circle, and he said 36 million. Yeah, there we go. Can some can one of y'all explain that to to um, Queen or anybody else that just got here about that thirty six million years that circle? You probably can pull it up faster, um, newbie. Well, Go to part I think one, I remember if I'm not mistaken. It was, it was, You're talking about the nine six three combination, right? Right, right but he mm-hmm. got the thirty six. If he pull it up real quick, oh. hey, galactic scientists. If you go to uh, count one, where it explains this 36 million years it takes for a universe to die or some old shit, or to be born again or death or evolution or some old shit, remember? Because it came up to 70, did it come up to 72 million? Yeah, it was 36 on top, 36 on the bottom. There we go. Now, now did you hear them? Um, Queen, yeah. 
And we're dealing yeah. with the circle of, of time, universal time, that circle again. So 36 okay. is at the top and 36 million is at the bottom. So after 36 million years later, that's when the death of the universe happened, which is, of course, Earth is inside that universe because it just showed us how the sun had to be born and then created the planet, which is a smaller plant. Right. You want to read that part? I'm sorry. Come on, sister. So my question is, if the earth at that time was living and it was always warm and hot throughout the earth, that means now the earth is, I mean, this universe is basically dead and we're just going through a death phase because as you notice, Mm -hmm. the weather and everything is steady getting colder and colder. It's snow. Yeah. There has never been snow. So we're going through a death process now. Mm-hmm. We've, right. we've been, in, we've exactly. been in evolution for for 36,200,2014 days.
So now mm-hmm. there's no what on the moon. The moon stopped turning of its own axis and became waterless and thereby a dead universal body. Okay, so I, I got to put the scientific fact on record that Dr. York just said something that ain't in no science books and shit, that the moon was once on an orbit. That That's why right. it started. On its own axis, yeah, it stopped yeah. turning on its own axis and became that's waterless. Right. And thereby a dead universal body. Now this is goddamn it, thirty six million years when evolution came into play. Death. Interference mm-hmm. with the earth and moon in their courses caused vast flood over the earth, including colossal tidal waves. And much of the earth's surface, which was above water, disappeared under pressure of flood waters. What we have it now. Same shit. The advent of six ether was like nuclear fallout, and it ruined the atmosphere. The advent of six ether was like nuclear fallout, and it pervaded the atmosphere. I'm sorry, pervaded the atmosphere, waters, and vegetation, which flesh and blood beings had to breathe, drink, and eat. And by these means, the secondary creator... The, the first creator was Nanita. The secondary creator, which is six ether that was hatching. The secondary mm-hmm. creator, Leviathan, the zodiac, the six ether, was able to modify and alter original creation. That is original growth. Mm. That, that, that's, a, that's, that's beautiful. Because especially when you brought up the 36 million years and then Nubi mentioned the second half of the 36 million years, which would give you 72 million years. So basically the pygmies are the tides mm-hmm. um, from one point for 36 million years before evolutionary cycle actually kicked in and became a reality. And that's important because they hadn't accepted or nor was evolution a factor up until 36 million years later in the pygmy rule. And then this first, this next 36 million year cycle started with the who? The Phoenicians, the Hindus. And that would be the second half of the Yeah, the second creator. Yeah, yeah, the second creator. Mm-hmm. That would be the Hindus. And the snake people. That's, and the snake people. Right. Uh, the snake people, the second, the second creator. Let me finish it because we got 10 minutes and we'll go, we'll hit, hit up the laws of opposites on the next show. But the, okay, so now we're there. The moon mist which is another appellation for six ether, moon mist, M-O-O-N-M-I-S-T, moon mist. Another mm-hmm. uh, uh, appellation, appellation uh, for six ether caused things to grow bigger in size and lighter in complexion. Six mm-hmm. ether, of course, is the forces of the dead, the negative forces of nature. Existing ghost gases are the perfection of the negative forces of nature. During the cycle of the living, the positive forces of nature, the living, the non-ether gases, will proclaim that they created the universe. And during the cycle of the dead, six ether gases and ghosts, the dead will proclaim that they created the universe. But how can Mm. we determine without a doubt who really did it, who really did it, is by asking ourselves this question who had to be the who had to be first 
the living or the dead? The living. The living. Exactly. The living. Of course, the answer is the living. (laughs) Of course, the answer is the living because there must be life before there can be death. Therefore, the universes had to be created, which is grown, by the living, not the dead. The creation by the dead is the changes. The creation by the dead, because dead can create now. (laughs) The creation by the dead is the changes in original creation, which is evolution, which calls evolution. Mutations and shit. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So in concluding this show, it is correct to state that the origin of the universes is non-ether, which is the combination of all existing chemicals and gases, the universal mind, the grower. And Mm. we'll go into the laws of the opposites on the next show. But we got a few minutes so y'all can build on what we just did. I'm sorry. That's so wet I, I know it. I apologize. I was waiting on all the heavy hitters to come in, so I had to rap about five songs, boo. This show went really quick. It really did, and this was so interesting. It was. Yeah. So yeah. sum it up before we go. Sum it up. What all we got? What we gathered? This is powerful shit, ain't it, Queen? It is. It means well, 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 about. We've got a lot. Well, for me. <laughs> Oh, okay, go ahead, Queen. No, I wasn't saying anything. Go ahead. I was just say for me, the the part that really I like was the the seventy two, because you know that's the seven twenty, and then I like the the circle rule applies to where he talked about both math, arithmetic, and geometry. Well, he ain't mentioned that, but this how I took it: arithmetic and geometry, as well as objects in nature. And then he referred the same circle to the cycle. And I just like the way he was able to show it mathematically, scientifically, and in nature. The circle, how it works. Newbie? I like the way you put the, the, the emphasis on the universal bodies and how we need to be focused if we're going to grow this thing and, you know, and make this thing ours again the way it used to be. Um, the other point that I got from this is that, you know, the Caucasian man knows that his time is up, but you can't reason with him because he's trying his hardest, you know, to keep in power and keep his empire going, but still he must know that it's inevitable, you know, because times do change and we're having a revolution now. As far as all the uh, the celestial bodies, the suns, and th- th- this is perfectly put. I mean, there's no other way to explain it. This is the way that it, it, it is. You can tell because you can reason it out. You know, there's no ghost stational forces here. There's no spookism. So I got a question. If we, divide, a if, if we divide 36 divided by 2, that will give us 13, right? Oh, 18. 18. Oh, wait, two going in. Uh uh-uh, uh, 36? 18. Yeah, 18. Okay, 18. so that's 18 million years right. for the secondary creation? No, 36 million for the first creation and then 36 million for the second creation. But there's three creations. Yeah, the, the third one. 
Tertiary creation. You're oh, right. that's right. Three six. Okay. Yeah. 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 Wait. 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 Know what I got out of it, Don? What? Tell y'all what I got out of it. It would be seventy-two divided by three, Don. <laughs> what we get? This was. This what I got out of it. <laughs> that everything dies and everything lives. It's a cycle with everything. Is that's how everything. Absolutely. Works. Absolutely. <laughs> and that's well, why everything at the same time, but not in the same space. Yep, it's inevitable. And when everything there is chaos, something. there's also order somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. that's what I got yeah. from it. I can't control the fucking universe. I can't fucking be no fucking exactly. fun or whatever, but I can act as it. Yeah. But I realized that whenever this, if this death start popping up in this fucking town, it's time for me to move. That's so, my key. Exactly. Yep. 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 Because yep. there's a bomb so below. Absolutely. Yep. It's time to find, time to relocate to a place where there is life and not death. That's what I get right. as above, so below. That's our time, man. We're going to get into the laws man, of opposite. Good, and it's very <laughs> difficult to pull it off on the Don Nicoleon show at 12 noon tomorrow. But we'll see. Yeah. Because uh, Wednesday night is hot damn politics. And Fowler has okay. got something special for us because she recommended Uh-oh. that Babylon be there on Wednesday night. Okay. So, most I be willing, man. Let's pull it off. The laws of the opposite at 12 noon. Y'all get y'all rest. It's been real. I love you. Thank you yeah. so much, Queen of Fama, Babylon, Don, Newbie, Nasud, everybody. It's a call my sister yep. from the 810. It's an honor and a pleasure. Y'all have a warning day. Peace. If you only knew the power of the dark side. relics that predate the universe itself. What lies within her appears to be one of them. The nine realms are not eternal. They had a dawn as they will have a dusk. But before that dawn, the baddest bitch in El Cologne reigned absolute and unchallenged. Dawn, Nicoleon, made a weapon out of that darkness and it was called the ether. While the other relics often appear as stones, the baddest bitch in El Cologne is fluid and ever-changing. It changes matter into dark matter. It seeks out host bodies, drawing strength from their life force. Don, Nicoleon, sought to use the ether's power to return the universe to one darkness. 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 You underestimate the power of the dark side. Your powers are weak. 
long before the birth of light, there was darkness. And from that darkness came the baddest bitch in El Colón. Millennia ago, the most ruthless of their kind, Don Colón, sought to transform our universe back into one of eternal night. Such evil was possible through the power of the ether, an ancient force of infinite destruction. Underestimate dark side. Your powers are weak. Once again, visible niggas, you know what time it is. You've tuned in to WGAG Radio at this time for one reason only, to hear the greatest voice transmitting throughout cyberspace. You know who she is, the sublime oracle, the baddest bitch in El Colón. Yeah, it's time for the Don Nicoleone Show. Underestimate the power of the dark side. The baddest bitch in El Colón. The baddest bitch in El Colón. Your thoughts betrayed you. Your powers are weak. So you've chosen to die here. Expect no mercy. There is no escape. You cannot escape destiny. Accept your fate. For you, triple darkness is your destiny. Do not fight your fate. 
wasted my time. This is the end. You have yet to master the way of the Force. Don't underestimate the power of the Force. Give yourself to the dark side. It is useless to resist. Understand the power of the dark side, but it ends here. Now give, give it up, up for the, the bad bitch in El Colon, Don Nicolion. You know, it's like that, being the baddest bitch in El Colon. Sometimes, just because you're the baddest bitch in the L you might just wanna masturbate to the affirmation. I do a cool tap that's why I don't leave I'm on El Cajon. I need a fee, I shook shell El Cajon. Why cool I shook isn't CD. And new Farugan shell El Cajon. Why El Cajon isn't Farugan shell me? I need a wahead my RL Cajon. Why El Cajon isn't wahead my me? And Yakilu and Jehu Kama Farugan Shil El Kulon. Waku Kama Farugan. And the Akilu Akwenu Kul Dik Ani Akfizu Fi El Kulon. Kama Kafiza Izu Lia Amazu Fi El Kulon. Ania Kabaha Wahud El Kulon Izu Ania. El Kulon Yakilu and Yakilu. El Kulon Yatnalu and Abnalu. I am in the love of the all and all love is in me. 
I am a part of the all, and the all is a part of me. I am one with the all, and the all is one with me. I can succeed as a part of the all and fail as an individual. I can be all that I wish in the all, as long as my wish is to stay in the all. I'm never alone. The all is, I am. The all can, I can. The all does, I do. Great day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Don Nicole Young Show. I hope y'all enjoyed that first hour. That hour is, well, it actually was the last hour of that particular show. That was a clip. Uh, what is it? Behind the Nine Ball with Don Nicole Young, the origin of the universe is, baby. That's the Nine Ball right there, boo. Great day to everybody tuning in. Special shout out to my callers on the call lines. If you need to call in number, the call in number is 425. Five six nine five two seven four. That'll get you in, baby. Great day to everybody over there in the after party. That's our twenty four hour voice activated chat room. It's on blogpiletalk.com. Just type in in the search. You can also download it on your phone as an app, all that type of stuff. But once you set it up, type in the search the after party, and you'll find us there twenty four hours a day. Please believe it. Great day to my man, Binky D, Miss Hudson in the building, Nick Ben. Great day to you. Both your goddess. A shout out to no- Newbie Rock Week 9, self guided. What's up, dude? One time for Sister Zena in the building, Sweet O'Shun, T. Marie, Twain Stop, Double Off. What up, Twain? Hope all is well with you, man. Great day to you. Did they win? Twain, did they win the competition? Uh, Saturday, yay, nay, yes, nay, no, maybe, yeah. did they win? Don't matter. Oh, they did win. Well, shit, that even matters, but I was saying it don't matter because, um, you know, Ra'el or the whole L family ain't nothing but winners anyway, so shit. <laughs> so that's what's up, man. Such a shout-out to everybody over there on Lockdown. Radio again, that's YouTube. We're streaming into this channel, man. Subscribe, like, hit the bell button, click all. You'll be notified when we go live. Great day, Patrice. 2020 in the building, man. One time for Sister Zena once again. Possible, possible. Great day to you, baby. So shout out to my man, Chai Ming. What up, Chai? Goddamn, man. Chai had the Holy Tablet show all the way to 12 p.m. on the Sunday. Good God, nigga. Good God almighty around this motherfucker. I ain't really got nothing for y'all today, man. Yo, Zena, one time for Zena, man. Zena, I, man, you held up the apple party, didn't you? Girl, I was gone. Just had to put that on record. Gone. I just got forward now. <laughs> God damn, boy. I was gone, boo. But great day to uh, Zena, man. Uh, thanks for holding up the after party and all that you do, man. It's always an honor. Uh, yeah, man. Oh, oof. Oof, bitch. Gone. Chamin hogging ass. Ain't that right, newbie? Chamin hogging ass, man. This motherfucker hogger. <laughs> Chamin, goddamn. We could have finished the whole holy tablet if it was going to be for that damn long, ain't it? Would have ended up in chapter 19. Would have finished that shit in one goddamn day. 
24 goddamn, it was damn near 24 hours. Kind of, sort of, almost. Would have been, goddamn. <laughs> we would have at least been in Chapter 15, goddamn. <laughs> anyway, um, so they did win. That's good to know. Uh, so thanks, uh, uh, I ain't really got nothing much for y'all. Uh, I didn't give y'all any updates on, like, you know, bullshit news, but I'm going to give you one. Uh, did anybody see Mike Tyson um, on the airplane? Did anybody see Mike Tyson on the airplane? Yay, nay. Um, some white boy getting on his fucking nerves when he found out he was Mike Tyson, started fucking with him. Behind, he was sitting behind Mike Tyson on the airplane. I watched it. And Mike Tyson turned around and just got down, gave that nigga a goddamn straight combo. One, two, three, four. Combo. Well, since then have seen it, because I damn sure don't feel like uh, playing it. Well, maybe I could. Let me see if they got the video on this. Nope, they don't have the video, so I don't feel like finding it. Well, for those who didn't. Well, anyway... Um, he was a passenger on JetBlue, um, and so the lawyer for JetBlue said that Mike Tyson used excessive force. Really? This motherfucker ain't had but one goddamn scratch on his damn face. Really? Yeah. Excessive force? Anyway, so, yep, that's what the attorney said, man, and the attorney name is Matt Morgan. And he wants uh, Mike Tyson to pay for beating down his client, um, Melvin Townsend III, on a flight from San Francisco to Florida on Wednesday. So uh, Tyson tells, uh, Tyson team tells TMZ that Townsend harassed Mike Tyson and even threw a water bottle at him. And that's why Tyson cleaned Townsend Clock. <laughs> anyway, so so this is what um, Morgan, the attorney, tells TMZ, that our client is a big Mike Tyson fan. When Mike Tyson boarded the plane, he became overly excited. At first, their interaction was cordial. At a certain point, my, uh, Mr. Tyson clearly became agitated by an overly excited fan and began to strike him in an excessive matter, manner. Now, that is not true. Anybody saw the video, that motherfucker kept fucking with Mike. And Mike had his back turned the whole time. He would, you know, he ignored him, just tried his best to ignore the motherfucker, then, then got hit with a water bottle, and that's what did it. The situation could have been avoided this is what the Morgan, the attorney, says. The situation could have been avoided simply by contacting the flight attendant. Um, our client denied throwing a water bottle prior to being struck by Mr. Tyson. Tyson team told TMZ Townsend that Townsend had thrown a bottle at him, and that's why Tyson cleaned the guy's clock. Tyson's fury left Townsend's face bloody, but he declined to press charges against the former boxer. A source tells TMZ that Townsend is still in shock and weighing his next move. He hired a lawyer due to his physical injuries and had to handle the avalanche of media requests for comments. TMZ did some digging, and Townsend is no angel. In fact, he has an extensive criminal history. 
36 years old, has been convicted of fraud, grand theft, burglary, possession of controlled substances, and trafficking in stolen property. Oh, but I think that's kind of cool how homeboy just kept agitating the shit out of Mike Tyson. Now this motherfucker might get some money from it, ain't That what you do, man, you see one of them motherfuckers, man, you just start fucking with a man and let him knock you the fuck out, man, and go on and goddamn get paid real quick. <laughs> go on and make that goddamn money, man. Go on and walk away. Get paid, baby. Um, so, yeah, that's the update on Tyson. Um, that's the update on Tyson, man, uh, which means he usually have control. You know Tyson like that, Zena. Tyson usually have controls. Motherfucker fucking with him, he'll hold back. Mm. He'll hold back. Maybe, maybe not. All right, well, we got the video for the babies. The babies. Uh, I got the video. Um, remember in 2018, y'all, that... Um, the rapper the baby, um, they're saying now since they have the footage that he may have triggered a fight that left the shopper dead in North Carolina, Walmart. So I got the video, but this is uh, the video of what happened in Walmart. So the baby claimed he was approached by two young men who allegedly threatened him with a gun when he was shopping with his then girlfriend and their children. But the footage shows the rapper to be the initial aggressor by sucking, by sucker punching Craig's best friend, Henry Douglas. So after the baby punched Douglas, Craig appears to pull a gun from his waist, but then he tucked it back in before walking out of the frame. The video ended after the baby shot Craig and, and, and then fled into an aisle and collapsed where he was pronounced dead by medics. Y'all ready to see it? Y'all want to see it? This Walmart camera footage. Um, it's like ain't but 49 seconds, man. Let me let, let, me let y'all check this shit out real quick. It ain't but 49 seconds. Let me transfer. Hold on. Let me transfer this vid to the other side of the world. All right, here we go. Show y'all what this shit looking like around these motherfucker pool. Um, y'all want to see it? I don't like to see people get shot unless it's on film, movies, and TV shows and shit like that. I don't, I don't really like looking at shit like real life shit, man. It bothers me. It's so disturbing. Um, here we go. Nope, that ain't it. That is not it. See, move, motherfucker. Hold up, gotta find it. I'm working with a whole new system here. Give me a second. And then, and then, and then. Yep, this is it. All right, here we go. Here's the footage. Oh, let me let the after party see. Hold on, y'all. Hold on. Let me let the after party see. Video settings. Well, at one time, I did was able to let y'all see. Damn. Sorry, y'all won't be able to see it in the after party. 
Damn, it was all set up real nice just the, just the other day for you, Nick Bet. It was set up real nice. All right, here we go. Um, y'all won't be able to see this shit. My bad, after party. All right, let's rewind it back. Bag it back because it's just 40 seconds. Here it is. Oh, shit. What the fuck just happened? Hold on one more time. Let me try it again. Put it on in here. And make it big. Here it is right here, y'all. Let me blow it up. Let's do it slow because it's just 40 seconds. So we're going to slow that, slow it down a little. Slow it down about .75. There it goes. That's Henry Douglas. That's the baby with the hoodie. Leaves out. So it really doesn't show anything. That's Mariah. That shit, wow. There's it right here in the corner right here. Man, that nigga know he should shop at Publix. Fuck you doing at Walmart, nigga. There it is right there. Then they heard a gunshot. This motherfucker got the hell out. Ain't that a bitch? There's the gun. He put it in. Put it back in his pants. Shot the nigga. This nigga is shopping with his children and, and girlfriend. Let's watch it again one more time. This some sad ass shit. 2018, here we go. One more time. I'll get up and show y'all the footage. You feel Henry Douglas. Came up on him. But they came up on him for the rob him or some shit. They followed his ass into a Walmart. There you go right there in the corner, the bottom. And... The the person in the white right here, y'all, that's the baby mama. I mean, the girlfriend, whatever she is. Look like she's she tussling with some of them niggas, too. See? In the white. She about to clock this nigga right there. Bam. She clocked him. Fires. Shot fires. Baby, shoot him. This shit, wow. Wow. All right, so what happens next? Here's what happens next, now that y'all have seen the footage a little bit. Here's what happens next. So, ooh, he says, the baby says, the boy was 19 years old, the one who got shot and died. But um, the baby said it was in self-defense. Okay, um, he claimed that he was approached by two young men who allegedly threatened him with a gun while he was shopping with his girlfriend at that time and their children. Um, and so let's find out who's Kirk real quick. Who the fuck is Kirk? Oh, Jonathan. Okay, the baby. The baby name is Jonathan Kirk. So Jonathan told the police, the baby, that he shot Craig in self-defense and to protect his family. Since dead men can't talk, 
said Sandra Rose, and a weapon was found near Craig's body. The police believe that he believed the rapper. So uh, Craig's mother, the boy that died, she said, I feel like they just swept it under the rug. Her name LaWanda. That's what she say. She said, uh, baby knows what he did. I'm not doing this for no fame or anything because at the end of the day, Jalen Craig is gone. She added that when I found out my son was killed, everything from the bottom of my feet came up, came up and out of me. I never knew your body could feel like that. The baby was convicted in June 2019 of carrying a concealed weapon without a permit. Um, ah, shit. Let me see what else is going on with this nigga. Um, the rapper was back in the blog headlines this weekend after he teed off on one of his own artists, a Charlotte rapper named Wisdom. According to XXL Magazine, the rapper came to blows with Wisdom backstage at the South Jam Festival. That was April 22nd. That was Friday. And footage from the fight shows the baby throwing the first punch before the two combatants are separated by security guards. In related news, a Twitter user claimed the baby nearly shot a co-worker who went to the rapper's home to fix his cable. The user tweeted that the baby overheard a conversation between his brother and the cable guy and assumed there was a threat made toward his brother. The Twitter user said that my co-worker went to go fix his cable problems and for talking with his brother about fights and making gestures, the uh, the baby thought they were squaring up and almost popped off on my coworker, but his brother calmed him down. And, oh, got another footage. Y'all want to see it? Let's see how short this is. Hold on. Look like I'm going to have to watch it on God damn, boy. That's a big nigga to baby fight with. That's a big nigga right there. Hold on. Hold on. Let me pull it up properly. Let me see if I can. Here we go. Ah, you kidding me. All right, here we go. I'm going to let y'all take a look at this. I like the baby. I just want to put it on record. Uh... Let me see, is this it? Is this it? This is what happens while we were doing the hell called the tablet shows and shit. This is what these niggas be doing. Oh, shit. Sorry. Let's try it again. Oh, Lord. <laughs> 
right? This is how they, it's ironically news, you know what I'm saying? Boom, um, the wife knocks his fucking teeth out. Boom, now he's dead. Boom, now the family does a statement and said, we didn't want to meet the bitch in that type of situation for the first time, the funeral. Um, he was 24 years old. Um, and they got married last year in March. So his Haskin parents, Dwayne and Tamara, said they plan to hold a public memorial service in New Jersey and Maryland this weekend. And homeboy was born in New Jersey and he went to high school in Maryland. So anyway, but um, he celebrated his wife's birthday on Instagram and all that shit and posted her graduating from a beauty school and all this other type of shit and blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, Nick Bet said she wouldn't have showed up either. And you wouldn't have showed up because you, you wouldn't want to meet meet a bitch like that at, 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 at your son's funeral. I'm fucking struggling with this story. You with the family on this? And you would think, like, so she does a funeral without the family involved, and the family has never met her ever. That shit's wild. They done got married. The mom and dad ain't never met her. After being married, he ain't even introduced them to his mama, his parents. What the hell? Who does that shit? Anyway, Baby, 24 years old, he gone now. All right, here's another one for you. Pittsburgh still a shot at what you're talking about. One more for you, then I'm passing. I'm going to move on with my life. Give you all some UFOs and NASA conversation. Um, Janelle Monet. Y'all know Janelle Monet. Janelle Monet comes out as a non-binary, right? First she was a bulldogger. Now she's non-binary. She said, uh, I just don't see myself as a woman. That's why she is non-binary. What the fuck that is? Non-binary during the season premiere of Jada Pickett's Smith Red Table Talk. Remember I said they were doing that, right? You hear me? Oh, and for, and for the record, Jada, Jada said that they're, they're healing. Her and the whole family are healing over what happened at the Oscars. That was recorded 2020, 2020, two years before this. Anyway, but, um, yeah, so she, she was on Jada Pickett, and she said, you know what, fuck that. I don't, even consider, I don't even see myself as a woman. Remember she came out a long time ago saying she was pansexual? Well, now she's saying she's binary, non-binary. So when she came out as pansexual, which is a catchphrase for people who are sexually fluid and attracted to every goddamn body. Uh, then in 2020, Janelle flipped the script again and identified as a non-binary, another catch term that um, is loosely defined as a person who does not identify as a male, female, heterosexual, homosexual, or a bisexual. Okay? So on Wednesday... Last Wednesday at the Red Table with Jada, Janelle, with Jada's daughter and Jada mama, she said that she decided to come to the terms with being non-binary. She said, I'm non-binary, so I just don't see myself as a woman. 
She says, I feel all my energy. I feel like God is so much bigger than the he or the she. And if I am from God, I am everything. I am everything. But I will always, always stand with women. I will always stand with black women. But I just see everything that I am beyond the binary. I feel like that opens you up to fall in love with any beautiful spirit. Child at 36 years old, she coped with homosexual rumors by choosing not to come out as either lesbian or bisexual because of the impact the revelation may have on her deeply religious family. Her said, somebody said, if you don't work out the things that you need to work out first before you share with the world, then you'll be working it out with the world. That's why. That's what I didn't want to do. Her said, so I thought I needed to have all my answers correct. I don't want to say the wrong thing. And also, I hadn't had the necessary conversation with my family. I wasn't ready to have my family question my personal life or get calls from people who still look at me as a little pumpkin. That's what they called me back home, pumpkin. My whole family is church, 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 and I'm just like, well, what does it mean to go against your whole family on this thing? But I was ready. I needed to have those conversations. I didn't want to work that out with the world. That was her said. Y'all want to hear a little bit on the table talk? Well, uh, this was your special request. Every single person I know, including me, is just obsessed with you. I just love everything that you stand for. What got you ready to come out publicly? Janelle Pretty, though. Had gotten on crack cocaine. That changed our relationships. I was dealing with real rejection, abandonment issues. What does it mean to go against your whole family? It can be a lonely road. As she was growing up and finding herself, was that difficult? Janelle Monet Mama there, too, by the way, at the red table. If y'all want to watch it, I already came out. For you? You actually made a book of essays. It was inspired by the album that I did, Dirty Computer. I can't wait to read it. We're about to make a dream come true. Oh, my God. Why am I crying right now? And that's the first. That's your first episode right there, baby. So y'all want to hear more about Janelle Monae? If y'all like her, you know what I'm saying, want to find out more, you already know Jada Pickett got it at the red table, boo. All right, they're going to bring it to the table. I know it's not showing on YouTube. I ain't feel like it. J1, I'm still tired, bitch. <laughs> That's fucked up, right? Who, who is tired where they can't just click on a video and show it to the world? That's some lazy shit, right? Bitch, I ain't tired. I'm just fucking lazy. That shit made no sense then. All I had to do was just use my mouth, bitch. I'm tired, boo. I'm tired around this shit. I was just listening to your show that someone took a piece of Why Black Women Like Women with Keita on it. Oh, where that shit at? Where you find that at? Because they snatched my page down a long time ago where it had the clip of Why Black Women Like Women. That shit, that was funny as fuck, though. That little clip right there, pasta. That shit was funny as fuck. I still don't get that shit. I still don't get that. But you know what? You you got to drop it like, you probably got to email it to him and come to the after party and drop it. You can't drop links in um YouTube chat room. Only I can. 
I still don't get it. I, I still got some. I still don't understand this shit. You know what I'm saying? I still don't. I, I still don't. I, I, I just, I just, I still don't understand that. You know, I know some few. And that's interesting, right? Because it's me and Keita on that shit, and speed it up down there. Fifteen years later, Keita in a goddamn bull dagging ass relationship. Maybe fifteen years later, maybe ten years later after that. Shit, why? Still don't get it. There's just certain things I'll, I'll never get. I just I have to die not knowing, you know. And I hate that I don't know. I hate I hate I just don't understand this shit. Ooh, just don't get it, man. Just don't get it. But I like the red table because you know why I like the red table? Because at the red table they accept everybody. You know what I'm talking about? Jada's sick with it anyway. Jada accepts all everybody's sickness and shit because she got plenty. But motherfucker, hell no. Are y'all ready for some UFOs and shit, man? Y'all want some UFOs? (laughs) Y'all niggas want some UFOs from the, uh, what's this place called? From uh, NASA. I got some UFOs for y'all niggas, man. Hold on. let Let me pull it up. Got some alien conversation from NASA, man. They telling it all. It's out here now. It's out. It's been out, but, you know, it's been out. I'm going to give y'all some. Y'all ready? Y'all want some UFOs? Y'all want to hear what NASA has to say? A few information. It'd be short and sweet, though, these little pages, but you got to actually go to NASA's page yourself and read up on a lot of the stuff. Oh, man, I do have a video. Um, mind me to share, share it with y'all. This shit wild as fuck. It's like 50 seconds, but... um. And there's some strange shit that, that's formed over the 5G tower. I don't know if you've seen it, Zena, but mind me to play it. But first, let me find my... Uh... NASA announces communication with four alien races. Yes, NASA. NASA. Okay? Let me remove some of this shit. All right, I'm going to play a video, too, if the video is good. I haven't checked out the video, but it is on YouTube. But, um, yeah, fuck it. Fuck it. Let's roll the video. Fuck all that. Let's roll the video. Give me time to shut the fuck up because I'm tired of talking. I'm going to roll the video and let y'all check it out, okay? All right, everybody on um, in the after part. I'm sorry, man. I don't feel like getting up. <laughs> here it is right here. It's on YouTube, so... The um, It's entitled Matrix World Disclosure, even though this go back to 2016, but um, that's what it's uploaded, Matrix World Disclosure. And let's see, I didn't check out the video, though, so this will be my first time. But I know they got some introductions. Four, three, two, one, and liftoff of Space Shuttle Atlantic. Final visit to enhance the vision of Hubble into the deepest grandeur of our universe. What in school was all a lie. I got a fan for this. Is our government controlled by a secret society? A lot of people yeah. are familiar with the more famous names that are connected to these uh, secret societies, Henry Kissinger, David Rockefeller, et cetera, et cetera. But there are literally uh, hundreds of top-level, very powerful people 
who are uh, at the inner core of these secret societies. Welcome to the world of conspiracy, where cover-ups, secrets, and hidden agendas, despite decades of UFO sightings and alien abductions, the United States government has maintained a single unwavering position about the existence of extraterrestrials. Denial. That's what we're instructed to say. This ain't nothing but a uh, but a montage, and it was called a collage or a montage of all the presidents speaking. Not all of them, but some of them speaking on it. That's all that shit is. So y'all already know that. Please tell me y'all know that so I can move on. All right. So here's what the NASA situation is. Okay. Um, all right. Here we go. God damn it. NASA smoke, spokeswoman. Her name is Trish. Chamberson, pull her up. She has publicly acknowledged the existence of alien civilization during the uh, state agency. Nope, my bad. I'm all wrong. The word during is not even on that motherfucker. Give me a second. Let me get my shit together. <laughs> NASA spokeswoman Trish Chamberson has publicly acknowledged the existence of alien civilization noting that the state agency is currently in contact with four alien races. She said this, so-called greys, oh, she calls them so-called greys, so-called greys have been visiting our planet for thousands of years. Who do you think built the ancient pyramids and all the other megalithic structures around the world? In my opinion, everything is clear. That will her save me, Hudson. Uh-huh. That will her say. Um they have a base on the fourth side on the side of that. They have a base on the far side of the moon. Sound familiar, y'all? They have a base on the far far side of the moon and have the ability to form some planets in our solar system. Not long ago they started exploring Jupiter and creating a new ring around it. Stop right the fuck there. Lord have mercy. I got Dr. York on tape shouting. Well, this nigga say this, Nick Bat. I was planning in the after party about two, three days ago. But I think I was planning for damn near 24 hours. That's when um, I had the mic. I, um, and damn, I got to find it. And that nigga said, he started talking about alternative one, 
alternative two, alternative three, right? And the nigga, and this is the first time I ever heard this nigga say this shit. Kind of threw me off. This is why I stuck with me. And um, and um, and he was saying how they gonna fuck this planet up, this, that, and the third, and um, some, 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 some other type of shit. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna, I promise y'all I'll find it. And he say um, he was talking to this chick, and the chick said something to him, and she said, "Where they gonna go?" He said, "They going to Jupiter." This is what that nigga said. He said, they're going to Jupiter. He said, they already exploded something, 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 something on Jupiter because they're getting ready to get the fuck out of here, and they're going to Jupiter. That shit wild, right? Because the distraction is all this conversation about Mars for the past two, 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 three years. You know what I'm saying? They just got everybody thinking that they're going to Mars, you know, and shit like that. No, them motherfuckers are going to, listen, the bitch right here, this is what this bitch said, this NASA hoe. She said this shit this month, y'all. She said it this month. Which month we in? April. What year? 2022. So she says this. She says they have a base on the far side of the moon and have the ability to form some planets in our solar system. Not long ago, they started exploring Jupiter and creating a new ring around it. Basically, they are interested in mining mineral resources, which are not harmful to earthlings, end quote, from the NASA, um, whatever the fuck she is, spokeswoman. In addition, um, they said that um, she emphasizes that aliens are not very friendly with humans. We heard that before. But they continue to complain about the behavior of earthlings, the newcomer, is unhappy with the world's use of nuclear weapons because, according to the spokesperson, she says it has an adverse effect on parallel universes. This is coming from, and it would be good if we can find the bitch what she spoke at and all the shit she was saying, if we can find it ourselves, the clip, the video footage. Let me go to YouTube real quick. Maybe I can find it. Maybe I can pull it up, man. Let's see. Maybe I can find the, the conference that she was at, NASA uh, spokeswoman. Let's put that, just put that in and see what we find around this bitch. Nope, 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 This was two weeks ago. That's at the Space Symposium. That ain't going to work. That ain't going to work. Uh, uh, uh. contacting aliens. Forty years ago, NASA sent a message to the aliens. I remember that one. Uh, NASA Live, goddamn, NASA report saying the first confirmed alien object in, in, in Earth's solar system. Trump knows about aliens and hasn't said any goddamn thing. Uh, shit. In Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, they explained that that is the media in Hollywood that makes alien seems hostile, but in actuality, they've never been hostile to us. We always been hostile to them. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, everybody the bad guy, ain't it? 
with the government, Hollywood, the media, they make out everybody be the bad guy. Y'all know damn well they've been goddamn doing all types of goddamn foul ass shit. Your government is alien. <laughs> it hates you. It is very hostile towards you. That's the ones. Um, yeah, I can't find it. I'm going to keep looking for her, okay? I'm going to keep looking for the NASA chick. But, um, all right, so let me take you somewhere else real quick. All right, okay. Um, underground race of aliens, UFO can come from inside the earth. Sound familiar? Sound familiar? UFOs can come from inside the earth. Does that sound familiar? I'm looking at some of the CIA files on this shit too. Guess what they got? Y'all won't believe this. They got, they got the whole. They got, they got Doctor York drawing of Agrita and and Shambhala. Newbie, you want to see it? Snatch it. Bring your ass over here to um, YouTube real quick. Bring, bring your ass over here to YouTube, boo. There you go, right there. Agrita and Shambhala. Look, got the diagram. This diagram looks very familiar. I've seen it damn near my whole life. Seen it my whole goddamn life. Yeah, that's that's his drawing. Where else they got it from? That's his sketch. Here we go, right there. You got the Emerald Bird. Remember his flight, 1947? Remember, Admiral Burr is mentioned damn near a million times throughout Dr. York books. And it's in the Holy Tablets. He throws them in there and explains what happens to that flight in 1947. Show him going in. This is his sketch, baby. Saucer to Venus shows the saucer going in from Venus. Um, the test of the, atom, uh, of the atom blast, cold air, rushes back to earth throughout through the center of the shaft and you see it at or you see it the melting ice this is the inner surface this is the inner city y'all y'all looking at it please tell me y'all looking at it because i'm already tired as fuck i don't really want to waste no damn words i prefer to play a reloaded show right now to be honest with y'all matter of fact see that you see it make it a little bit bigger can y'all see it? yeah all right, so um, then you have the, uh, let's see, let's go on the surface. Let's deal with the surface. We actually never even talked about the um, the inner cities or the surface or this diagram ever in the history of Don DeColeon's show. So you got the height of atmosphere, 200 miles, show you that. Kentucky Mammoth Cave, there's an entrance into the center. Uh, the Ma- the Manoist, entrance into the center. The Mato Grosso, entrance into the Brazil. We in Brazil now, if you follow my mouth. Brazil, you see that entrance? See all of that? This is his whole scale right there, the tunnel entrance, entrances to enter earth. They show you the sediments, the granite, the basalt, the plastic basalt, um, the small entrance right here. Small entrance right there, baby. The ice. Then you got Rainbow City going inside. You see the center of gravity 400 miles down. Look at that arrow right there. You got the oceans. You got the Dero Caves with stolen saucers there. 
the Daros, Volcano. This is this is our fucking yo. This shit is wild. Okay, you got the volcano. So wherever the volcano at, you can get inside that bitch from there. You got King Solomon's um, something. You can enter it from King Solomon's. Uh, it's not temple. It's all with an M. You got the Pyramid of Giza. You can enter it from there. You got uh, Mount uh, Epomo in Italy. You can enter it from there. I'm just on the outside of the surface. Uh, now let's go to the inner surface. It's also clouds there in the inner surface, the inner city. You got clouds. It shows you some man-made tunnels. They started digging. And here you have uh, land of advanced races. This is our shit right here, y'all. You got clouds there. You have the central sun in the center of your planet. Yes or no? Okay. And I have to tell you guys, I'm so sorry. I have said it millions of times, and it's going to be again. I'm going to say it again. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck who taught you, motherfuckers. I don't give a fuck what the hell they told you to believe. But I have to tell you again. And this time I'm going to tell you this way. It left Doc quiet. It left this nigga quiet than a motherfucker because, you know, he talked about a whole other different goddamn beast. But you ready for this? Fill in the blank. I'm going to say a statement, and you need to fill in the blank. Y'all ready to fill in the blank? Here's the statement. Heat rises to the what? Heat rises to blank. Come on. I know you can do it. I know you can do it. Heat rises to the what? Everybody? He rises to the top. That's right, Miss Hudson. He rises to the top. Okay? He rises to the top. You got it? So if he rises to the top, where is he at? Where is he at? If he rises to the top, where is he at? Where is the heat at? Come on, play with me. Boys and girls, come on and play with me today. If heat rises to the top, then where is heat at? If heat rises to the top, if heat rises to the top, where is heat at? I'll try, I'll do it again. If heat rises to the top, where is heat at? It can't be above if it rises to the top. Come on. Listen, if heat rises to the top, where is heat at? Goddamn. If heat rises to the top, where is heat at? At the bottom. It's at the bottom, y'all. Okay? It's at the bottom. If heat rises to the top, it's at the bottom. Right? Obviously, that's where he should be at, right? You know it. 
because if you look, if you look on the thermometer, you will find cold at the bottom, and then heat goes up, right? You hear me? The hotter it is, it goes up, right? Right? So heat rises, heat goes up, right? Now, so they say, and we kind of know that to be true. Anybody have a house with 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 upstairs and a downstairs? Uh, a main floor, upstairs and a downstairs, it's colder at the basement. It's colder in the basement. Sometimes it's a little cold on the main floor, but if you go upstairs, you'll feel that heat up there, right? So this is what gets confusing. This is what gets confusing. You ready? When I flew that plane for the first time at 7,500 feet, Hold on, y'all. By my computer. Yes, can I help you? Hi, uh, this is Zach with Fix My PC Store. Is this Nicole? Yeah, hey, Zach. How are you? Tell me you got some good news. Um, unfortunately, I don't. I, I, uh, I checked with HP, and uh, after sitting on the phone with them for a while and also checking on their online site, too, for parts, um, both with the computer serial number and with the part number that's provided from the motherboard, I'm coming up with zero results. You coming up with what? I'm coming up with zero results, so oh, basically zero. that means like I can't even get this part from HP. Gotcha. All right. So we're kind of uh, kind of at a standstill with the uh, computer. We do believe that is uh, what's going on with the uh, computer of it not being able to display because the power button works. Uh, individual parts seem to be working okay. Um, it's just uh, with the motherboard presence that's where we're having an issue. Oh, so there is no way I can just get a whole new motherboard put in? Um, if, if we're having a hard time finding the part. So if, if we can't get it you know, across our known suppliers, then um, I'm not sure what, uh, what accessibility you have on looking for parts and all that. But Well, if you give me the um, part, maybe I can just go ahead and see what China, if China can bring it to me, send it to me, then I'll bring it to y'all. I got you. Um, okay, it is. I can give you the part number, but it is very risky uh, to try to uh, order a part like this from China, just because in case it's not what we think it is, there there is a small chance, um, and it has to go back and get returned. And it's uh, like I said, it's a pain in the neck, which is why we stopped ordering from China. Uh, oh, so, well, wait. Taking a shot in the dark. <laughs> right. Okay. Because that happened before with you guys. Yeah. It's happened so much with us, so we, we pretty much had to uh, uh, um, basically say that we're no longer able to order from China just because, like, there's because of the small chance that there is, uh, you know, it could be something else that I'm unaware of, but everything else, like, if I uh, unplug all the peripherals inside your computer and make it so it's just uh, a RAM processor motherboard and your screen, um, I'm still getting the same response, trying different RAM, um, everything. So that's where we're stuck at. Oh, man, that really sucks. Damn, I got to buy another computer. Um, that'd probably be the quickest option. Um, just, uh, I, I guess, with this one, just because of the fact that it's not so common. Um, you know, like this is actually my first time seeing a computer of this age with a curved screen. Usually I see them that are a couple of years newer, but, uh, but yeah. That's pretty much where we're at so far. All right, then. Um, y'all going to bring it back to me? I'll pay for the delivery and everything else, you guys, whatever. Um, your delivery will be covered. So okay. um, 
I can get this back together, and uh, I'll schedule a time to uh, have the computer dropped off to you. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Yep, not a problem. All right, have a good day. You too. I'm, I'm ordering from China, okay? Even though I don't fuck with them Edomites. But I'm going to get this shit. I'm gonna, I'm, I have to get this motherfucker back up and running through. You feel me? I'm going to have to. All right, so he rises to the top. So here's what's confusing, right? Here's the confusing part. When I flew 7,500 7, feet high, I was frozen. I was cold as fuck. Now, if he rises to the top, shouldn't it be hotter? Shouldn't it be hotter? Am I not getting closer to the damn sun? And for the record, I see the sun. Okay? For the record, I see the goddamn sun, but I feel no goddamn heat. I see what appears to be the goddamn sun. Right, Nivette? You understand what I'm saying? So shouldn't it, got, shouldn't it supposed to get hotter? Unless I am leaving the real sun, which is in the center of the planet Earth. Unless I'm leaving the real sign. You feel me? You get what I'm trying to say? The real sign. You know the real sign. So, obviously, he must not rise to the top. But for some reason, we do feel heat when we go upstairs, in a sense. It's a little bit hotter upstairs. So we, but we're still on the surface. Yeah, why is the basement cold? Why is the goddamn top of the goddamn, uh, let's say the attic or some shit, hot as fuck? But go outside the goddamn house and start going through altitude and elevation, it gets colder. So we got a problem here. None of this shit kind of makes sense there, does it? So where exactly is the sun? Why is it cold in space? And the sun is, is supposed to be in space there. It's supposed to be, it gets even hotter. We got a problem here. I'm always having a problem with this shit. You got, you, you get what I'm trying to say? Newbie, you got what I'm trying to say? I got a problem with this shit. It doesn't make sense. It don't make no goddamn sense. Yeah, why is outer space cold and the so-called sun is out there too? So they say. So it shouldn't be cold. I should not be freezing my fucking ass off at 7,500 feet above sea level. So we got a problem there. We got a lit sign in the center of the earth. Don't we? Do y'all believe we got a lit sign in the center of the earth? Do y'all believe that we have a lit sun in the center of the earth? Do y'all believe that a sun 93 million so-called miles away from the earth is out there? (laughs) The higher you go up, it's supposed to be hot as fuck. I got a problem with this shit. They are lying. This is a lie. This is a lie. That's all I'm saying. It's a lie. I'm going back inside the center of the earth now. So you got Agatha's the land of advanced races. You got the city of Shambhala right here. You got, um, okay, it says you got, um, and there's a cave city of semi-advanced race.
spaceships based to uh from other galaxies. You got a spaceship base that base. You got mountaining higher than on outside. You got mountains higher than on outside. So this is the inside of the planet. And they're saying you have mountains that are higher than the mountains on the surface of the planet Earth. Hollow Earth according to the map of the Third Reich. All right, I'm getting out of this one now. Okay? So let's do it again. So here's what this Here's what they say. Alright. Here's what they say. And look at this dog and look at this picture here, y'all. See this? You see this? Now check it. You see this picture? See this image? Look like a crack egg on both sides and there you you're supposed to have the essential sun and this is how they orbit around the sun, which makes a little bit more sense in my book. But you see the sun also in in the center. See the sun right there. All right, so let's take it to the top. Let's figure out what they're saying. Underground race of aliens, UFO, can come from uh, inside the earth. For the first time, researchers started talking about an unknown underground people in 1946. This happened after the writer, journalist, and scientist Richard Shaver told readers of the American Paranormal Magazine amazing stories about his contact with aliens living underground. According to Shaver, he lived for several weeks in the underground of mutants similar to demons described in ancient legends and tales of earthlings. Let's continue. By the way, particularly any nation has similar myths telling about the race of ancient creatures that inhabited the planet Earth millions of years before a human foot set foot on it, infinitely wise, talented, and culturally advanced, they do not want to have anything to do with people. Sound familiar, newbie? They don't want to have anything to do with people. Now, speed it up. One could attribute this or attribute this contact to the writer's wild imagination, if not for hundreds of responses from readers who claim they that they also visited underground cities, communicated with their inhabitants, and saw various miracles of technology, not only providing the underground inhabitants of the earth with a comfortable existence in its very depths, but also given the opportunity to control the consciousness of earthlings. This extraordinary story, oddly enough, had a huge impact on scientists and gave a new impetus to the study of the paranormal. However, the fact that the earth is in an empty sphere was claimed in his writings by the 17th century English astronomer Edmund Haley. The writer Jules Burney is in his novel, Journey to the Center of the Earth. They did a movie on it, about two or three of them. Hollywood like to spend dollars. Edgar Poe and Arthur Gordon's poems, um, narrative, and some others. Moreover, in the 18th, 19th centuries in the United States of America, the possibility of equipping a special scientific expedition was even considered, which would prove that our planet is a hollow sphere, and it is easy to penetrate into its deep, into its depths through holes in the Earth's crust. 
First time I heard the word hollow spirit was from a nigga named Dr. York. When he said, your earth is not such and such, it's hollow. <laughs> but as it turned out over time, getting underground is not so easy. The deepest hole by far is one on the Kola Peninsula in Russia. Always in Russia, ain't it? Kola Peninsula in Russia near Murmansk, referred to as the Kola Whale. It was drilled for research purposes during or beginning in 1970. After five years, the Kola Whale had researched seven kilometers, about 23,000 feet. Work continued until the project was abandoned in 1989 because the drill became, give me a second, because the drill became struck, because the drill became stuck in a rock at a little over 12 kilometers, almost 40,000 feet or eight miles deep. That's when it got stuck. Boom, couldn't go no further. That is the current record for a depth reached by humans. So the shell of the earth is much larger than scientists can unearth. Scientists of the Third Reich were also very interested in the mysterious world of the underground. For an example, back in 1942, with the support of Goring and Himmler, an expedition which included the most advanced minds of National Socialist Germany, went to look for an underground civilization in an atmosphere of great secrecy, the home of the super-developed peoples of antiquity, was supposed to be found on the island of Rugen, R-U-G-E-N, located in the Baltic Sea. The expedition had other goals as well. German scientists seriously hoped that if they could place fundamental new radar devices underground, they would come close to the goal of world domination. That's all they're looking for, I think. 1963, two American miners, David Fellin and Henry Thorne, Thorne, Henry Thorne, while tunneling, saw a huge door behind which marble steps descended. The story, began, the story brings us to the events on August 13, 1963, at Shepton, located in the coal belt of Skolokil County in eastern Pennsylvania, where the famed Shepton Mine Disaster and Rescue transpired. Three men were trapped, Psalm 330 feet beneath the earth after the collapse of a mining shaft. Psalm two weeks later, on Tuesday, August 27th, two of the miners, Henry Thorne and David Fellin, were brought safely to the surface after rescuing successfully drilled a 17-and-a-half-inch and later 28-inch borehole into their chamber, while the third miner, Lou Bova, being trapped in another part of the mine, regrettably perished. The story of Throne and Felon's survival and rescue were enough to captivate the world's attention, but it was that, it was what they claimed they saw and heard while entombed that fascinated the public. Statements with both men swore as to their authenticity, authenticity, authenticity. <laughs> But both separated, both separately and publicly empathetic uh, declarations which they took to their graves, though others believed they had simultaneously witnessed the same hallucinations. David Fellin, affidavit, 
was printed in the Philadelphia Inquirer on August 29, 1963, wherein he remarked how, now they're trying to tell me those things were hallucinations, that we imagined it all. We didn't. Our minds weren't playing tricks on us. I've been a practical, hard-headed coal miner my whole life. My mind was clear down there in the mind. It's still clear. Felon went on to remark how some of the things he and Throne saw, they couldn't explain in words. While on the other hand, he stated that on the fourth or fifth day, we saw this door, although we had no light from above or from our helmet. The door was covered in bright blue light. It was very clear, better than sunlight. Two ordinary-looking men, not minors, opened the door. We couldn't see. We could see. We could see beautiful marble steps on the other side. We saw this for some time, and then we didn't see it. We saw many other things like that that you couldn't explain. But I'm not going to tell you about them because I feel too deeply about all this. Other miners already in England digging an underground tunnel. Heard the sounds of working machines. Nope, nope, no, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. Other miners already in England digging an underground tunnel heard the sounds of working mechanisms coming from below. When the stone mass was broken through, a staircase leading to an un- underground well was also discovered. The sounds of running machines intensified, frightened to death. The workers ran away and returning after some time to this place, they could no longer find either the entrance to the underground well or the stairs. This is what it looked like. This is the photo right here, boys and girls. It was taken November 23, 1968. The remarkable photo taken by the ESSA-7 satellite on November 23, 1968. There is almost no cloud cover. The some, some, some fields on the surface can be observed, and the hole at the North Pole can be clearly seen. See it? Got to go back. In the 1970s, interesting photographs were obtained from an American satellite, which then went around many Western scientific journals. In the place where the North Pole should be located, hello, the satellite discovered a dark spot of the correct form, similar to a huge hole. It would be possible to attribute these pictures to failures in the equipment, if not for exactly the same photos taken a few years later. A little bit different, right? Also interesting are the testimonies of the anthropologist James Mackin, who examined a cave in Idaho, which is notorious among the indigenous population, Makina and his company. And Makina and his companion, after several hundred meters of careful movement along a wide stone corridor, suddenly heard screams and groans, and soon terrible finds in the form of a human skeleton appear before them. Unfortunately, further exploration of the cave, which in these parts was considered the entrance to the underworld, had to be stopped. The smell of sulfur was simply unbearable. Newbie won't sing in. Give me 12 seconds, Newbie. Let me see if I can. 
grab you real quick. Oh, I got a few motherfuckers. Who's okay? How long we got two people on the line? Three one three, give me a mic check. Did you mean to push one? No, my bad. I didn't mean to push one. Okay. You can mute yourself. Six one uh come on, Nuba, give me a mic check. Can I get a mic check, Nuba? Yay, Nate, Hotep, Hotep, Don, how you doing? Doing my best, babe. You? I'm doing my best, Don. I was just calling and chime in, Don. I know. What you got for us? I'm just saying, um, why is it when you go to Google Earth, they don't show you that hole that we know is there? Because Google ain't shit. And we know why that hole is there, because of the aurora borealis. Those are the fumes coming from the internal sun that's in the middle of the planet. All right. But uh, don't mind me. N.E.T. told me that. I've seen it. I actually seen it. Have you ever seen aurora borealis? They call it the northern lights, though. Have you ever seen it? That shit's wild. I haven't been there to see it myself, but I've seen, you know, uh, pictures of it on online. I seen it the first time I went to Key West. I was 25 years old. And it looked like a Simon Says game. The way it was lighting up, different colors, all that type of shit. Looks like it was, I was like, what the fuck? The first time I ever saw it. Very beautiful. I'm sure it's a sight to see. Yep. I was on the other side. I was on the Gulf of Mexico side when I was when I saw it. Shit was wild, beautiful, no bullshit. So, well, so you saw what? It's on the curvature of the Earth that you were able to see it. You know, ain't nothing but water. We're on the, I'm on the island, right? So it's, it's nothing but water, but. Um, I was just look. It was it was right there in the sky. It was like Simon Says game. Like it just lit up in different colors. So it, it wasn't was a lightning. Clear night? It wasn't. Yeah, it was clear as fuck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it was just it was so beautiful. I think uh-huh. they also lying about the aurora borealis. I was I was I was damn near the most south that I can go. Well, we, you know, we know what it is. Boat. It was just right the fuck there. Just it was so beautiful. We we know what it truly is. It's coming from inside, not from outside, first of all. Everything comes from inside, not from outside. Absolutely. So they'll try to discount your experience and say that it's at the Northern Pole. Why can't you see it? But we both know Northern Pole, North Pole and South Pole switched. Didn't it, did it not? Right, but this was when they said it switched, I, that was about 15, 20 years later. They're even lying about the North and the South Pole. They're lying about everything. They're guessing. These are all their theories that they put in the book, and we have to learn their their theories. It's not facts. It's not truth. That's what a theory is. It's not a yeah. fact. It's theoretical. Yeah, theoretical. Absolutely. That's why I don't fucking believe shit they fucking say it. Anything they say, I don't goddamn believe that shit. Like Jesus told him, you was a liar in the beginning, motherfucker. You're going to be a liar in the end. It's just a fucking lie. You just lie to keep yourself relevant. Yeah. They should not be putting anything in goddamn books unless it's the absolute fucking truth. 
It's but, basically everything is based on belief. But but even then, Don, when scientists get to it and they find out the truth, they have to reprint another book because the bullshit from before <laughs> has Simon to be replaced, right? Simon changed their mind. That's right. Wizards of all changed their mind and put and put put whatever the fuck else they thought of in another book. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. I know. I'm gonna give y'all something else though. I'm gonna give you some more shit. Um, did you, were you able to see the images? Uh, the last image that I saw was of the actual uh, hole that they showed. That was back in what, 1963? Right, right. In the 70s, yeah, in the 60s maybe. Yeah, yeah. Then some years later, it still was the hole there. They kept it quiet, man. They kept this shit quiet. They got they got everybody believing that this bitch is a round ass goddamn ball. And everything is outside of it. But even if you look at the round ball called the planet Earth, why why are the plant why are the continents on the outside of the ball, y'all? Why isn't the continents in the inside of the ball? You know what I'm saying, absolutely. right? When they no, yeah, absolutely. exactly. Shouldn't it be on the inside? Sure should. But if it, and then if it is on the outside, wouldn't we fall? <laughs> Boom, God. Will we be sliding, sliding down from damn where? <laughs> Not even that. How come the water doesn't go out into outer space? Oh. Oh, Nubin. Don, why doesn't the water just spill right out of the planet and goes into outer space? Don? <laughs> no, nah, but, you know, we're coming up with theories. No, we ain't. We got questions, goddamn. We none damn of sure aren't, God. Goddamn it! <laughs> now somebody, some dumbass, gonna come with a damn theory to answer your question, but that shit still ain't gonna make no goddamn sense. It isn't, Don. It isn't. Makes no sense at all. <sighs> this shit here. Okay, uh, I got some more. I got some more. I really want to get into the CIA files on, on the, you know, on the little motherfuckers. Did you play with it a little bit when I gave you the link, or you only stayed on that file about um, curling and the rest of them guys? Uh, well, you know, what? <laughs> I have to tell you the truth, Don. The the main reasoning why I wanted the file was to look up um, the actual. Um, he had some substance that he put on his hands before he did the healing, and I wanted to know what it was. And they call it mm-hmm. earth wax. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was looking up. I was doing a little research on that. Ah. That's what they put on the healer's hands? That's what the healer had. Well, healer slash, well, let's say magician slash healer. Mm. Interesting. Well, on the other side of town, Nassau, has um, NASA, I want y'all niggas to know y'all got another asteroid coming to the planet Earth five times the size of London. And it said it's going to happen April 28th around 2 a.m. in the morning. It's tracking a huge asteroid. How far are they seeing that? Um, how far are they saying? 
like it's how probably huge be like, it is. No, no, I'm saying how far from the planet is it going to pass because I'm sure it's not going to hit the planet. Because ain't no such thing as a planet. Ha-ha. <laughs> 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 yeah, ain't no such thing as a fucking planet. We just, we somewhere in open open space or some shit. I don't know. But um, they say relatively close to the planet Earth. Relatively close to the Earth. <laughs> I wonder what they mean by relative. I didn't. I've never they checked say, the measurement that, yeah, that added up to relatively. I know. <laughs> and they know scientists aren't going to fall for that nonsense. Relatively close. Right. Relatively close. Kind of sort of, but not that, really kind of close. Probably like that, millions of miles away from the planet Earth. Relatively close. That would be close. Relatively close. That's in order not to uh, incite panic. So it's relatively close. Well, ain't nobody gonna panic because ain't nobody paying attention to what NASA says. But I mean, but maybe about ten thousand people on the planet. On the nobody's looking. Yeah, ain't nobody looking at that. Nobody's looking up, guy. Yeah, ain't nobody Sound looking familiar? up. Nobody yeah, looking don't up. Don't look up. You watch. Do not look up. I fell asleep on that boring ass shit. When I woke back up, man, everybody was dead. I I, I fell asleep on it. Did you watch it, newbie? Don't look up. I watched it, Don. Okay. I watched it. You get scared of one yeah. to nine. How was it? Um, three and a half. Okay. Yeah, that's why I went to sleep on the bitch. Yeah. I mean, I guess they're trying to hide the truth in comedy. I, I don't know what it is, but it just didn't do it for me. I, I didn't. I didn't get the jewels. I watched it. It wasn't that entertaining. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying, it had all the different characters in the motherfucking shit, stupid shit in it. But they were trying to warn the public. The media saw it as a joke. You know what I'm saying? Remember when the guy go into the, um, to talk about it on the news or some shit, on some huge, big-ass broadcast talk today's type show, Good Morning America, some more shit, and they joked about it and shit like that. Everybody joked about it. So, yeah. Yeah, it, it didn't do it for me. But I'll tell you one thing, though. I'd be goddamn, hey, hey, if some shit do hit, boy, that should be interesting. Um, Nibet said she really enjoyed it. Oh, you you are so opposite. You have been opposite a lot lately. <laughs> she, no, she said she enjoyed it. So, um, yeah, that's it. For the record, I find documentaries way more entertaining. (laughs) Yeah, but documentaries is something that has already happened. Yeah. And something that is going to happen. Confirmation, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Don, X-Files is a documentary. X-Files is certainly a documentary. As a matter of fact, I was in Dr. York class, and that motherfucker is in the 90s, though, and that nigga say, um, he said, all of this stuff is coming out. Why do y'all think they got the X-Files out now? Because they're trying to fucking tell y'all what the hell going on. He says some shit like that. Remember, X-Files dropped in the 90s. And he said, why, he said, so why do y'all think that, you know what I'm saying, why all of a sudden they got a whole series on X-Files called X-Files? Because they want y'all to fucking goddamn keep an eye on this shit. 
I added all that. I don't think he said all that. I'm fucking tired, bro. Uh, all right, here it is. Um, this is from the History Channel, y'all, and uh, YouTube might shut this bitch down or block it because of copyright. But um, this is for educational purposes only from the Constitution, blah, 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 section, blah, 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 If you can use this shit for education purposes only, report to figure out some shit. But this is America's Books of Secrets, DARPA, Secret Mind Control Technology. This is season four from the History Channel. It's just five minutes, boys and girls. Y'all want to take a look at it? It's just five minutes. I hope it helps. Here we go. 16th. 2018. March 16th, 2018. Here we go. March 16th, 2018. The U.S. government's Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, commonly known as DARPA, announces a bold initiative to develop what they call Next Generation Non-Surgical Neurotechnology. It is designed to allow the human brain... Sound familiar? Non-surgical? It's happening now, ain't it? Non-surgical neural interfaces could significantly expand use of neurotechnology. Sound familiar, right? All this shit is happening now. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Wind it back. March 16th, 2018. The U.S. government's Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, commonly known as DARPA, announces a bold initiative to develop what they call Next Generation Non-Surgical Neurotechnology. It is designed to allow the human brain to directly interface with machines. We know that DARPA is exploring human machine. Hold on, let me back. I have to put a caption on this shit. Next Generation Non-Surgical Neurotechnology. It is designed to allow the human brain to directly interface with machines. Oh, to directly interface with machines. That's what it say. Okay. We know that DARPA is exploring human-machine interfaces that include direct connections between the brain and outside systems. That's been from the beginning of DARPA's information technology mission, and it continues to this day. DARPA has created some of the most influential technologies of all time, things that we use and take for granted every day, including the project that became the internet. They've created self-driving cars, stealth technology, GPS that fits in your pocket. That's DARPA's specialty, to imagine the future and create it. A new technology that is actually very much on the verge of being a reality that is being fielded is we could have a sensor maybe on the surface of our of our head or maybe implanted somewhere in our body, in our brain or, or something that allows us to interact directly with our communications gear, our processing gear, our weapon systems, and so on. Now imagine we take that technology and we can control robots at a distance with it. Even fly drones, you put this sensor on and you think the right way and you can increase the speed of the fan by thinking and controlling that thought with direct-to-mind or mind-machine interfacing. With that type of capability, you could control all sorts of buttons and and mechanisms in equipment. Mind-machine interfaces will have many applications in both civilian and military life. But there are those who believe 
that this same technology could also be used by DARPA as a new form of mind control. Like their counterparts at the CIA, DARPA-funded researchers have spent decades investigating how the human mind can be altered. In 1965, DARPA launched Project Pandora, which studied the possibility of using microwave radiation to control human behavior. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Effects of low-level electromagnetic radiation on man. To control human beings, not Using microwaves. Who's got one at home? Yeah, they literally call that bitch a microwave, didn't it? It certainly is. <laughs> the project reportedly ended in 1969. But DARPA's investigation of how machines can affect and possibly control the brain continues to this day. There are explicit programs of DARPA to read and write to human brains whether it's through direct implants within the brain or wearing some kind of cap. So these things are being worked on and we know that. So what's the next step? Maybe the next step is we can send instructions and information to an actual person from a distance with this kind of technology to let another person control their actions. But that could be something that could be malicious if there's some way to do it from a distance, a much greater distance than something that you can wear on your scalp, that would be the ultimate technological achievement that would fall into this realm of mind control and direct human-machine interface that DARPA may well want to keep secret. In the near future, DARPA may possess the technology to remotely control the human mind. Look at this. Concerning as that may be, according to some scientists, a more permanent kind of mind control technology is looming. And it involves modifying the human brain by altering the human body's DNA. Sound familiar? Sure Sound does. Sound familiar? By altering the human body's DNA? Is this not happening? It is sure this not is. been happening for the past two years? Sure has. Nanotechnology? Graphene Definitely. oxide? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I wasn't supposed to agree. Uh, no, Don, Don, that's not happening. What are you talking about? <laughs> Come on, Scully. You know damn well what I'm talking about. You've been with me for seven years. Mulder. Are you sure, Mulder? <laughs> Look, I'm in episode, I'm in season seven, episode 20. You got it? This bitch is finally there, seven fucking years later. Crazy. Now I'm talking about only a few, a couple of more episodes, bitch gonna goddamn get with it. Man, it's seven years later, this bitch is finally have accepted every fucking thing <laughs> that she has experienced for seven fucking years. No more quoting books. No more all that other bullshit where she led to believe. No more theories. Everything is a fucking fact. Ain't nothing inconclusive. No more. Seven fucking years later, y'all. Crazy. 
See, I can't bring myself to binge watch it, Don. You know why? Because I enjoy so much dissecting it, you know, and taking the jewels from it. Well, you mind sharing some of the jewels you got from Oh, as a, where can I begin? Do you write it down? No, I keep it in memory. Well, what is your, well, share some I of the memory I don't have amnesia anymore. Did. Didn't I tell you that? Well, mm. one one of the ones that uh, uh, I saw just recently was um, Scully getting exposed by this psychic, and in the episode her her father transitioned, and he had a message for her, right? But the the crook that they found a the criminal was a killer, and he was trying to make. Uh, an arrangement with them as to him not getting the death sentence and death penalty if he gave her information. Now, through this whole episode, this guy is telling her exactly what's going on because they're on, they're they're looking for these uh, these serial killers that are going around and they're cap, um, keeping people keeping people captive and they're killing them. And the psychic is seeing these things, and he's explaining it to her, and she's coming up with all types of reasons why she shouldn't believe. As a matter of fact, Mulder was telling her to stay away from the dude because he can manipulate her, but she wouldn't listen. So episode goes by, and it's at the end, and he's trying to um, make a deal with her. And she's like, well, you know, we found the people without your help, even though she, he gave them all the information to find the people that were kept in that they were held, um, holding captive. And he gave them the information. They found the people, and then he channeled her father, right? And he called her a name really quick, and then he held it back, and he was like, I'm not telling you anything else. And she was so shocked, right? So she went to the damn governor to try to see if she can get him a pardon, but it didn't work. And he ended up getting um, executed, and she went up to Mulder, and she told Mulder, um, um, I don't know if I believe him. And she was like, he was like, well, why didn't you believe him? He's a psychic. She's like, uh, her sensibilities wouldn't allow her to believe him, even though she knew he was a psychic and it was real. And that's why I was like, her. she goes through experience. She sees it. She knows it's true, but she refuses to believe it. To accept it. That as well. Yeah. Well, well damn near season seven, verse 20, the bitch finally accepts everything. From the very beginning, she ends up being hooked up with Mulder. She accepts everything from that day on up until season seven. That's seven fucking years. Can you imagine if I was watching <laughs> goddamn fucking <laughs> X-Files since 93? I don't know where hell. I'm so yeah. glad I'm watching that shit later. Where all the goddamn episodes and seasons is right there. Ain't no way in hell I'm finna wait and see what happens. This is some bullshit. Every year. Every fucking year. People have actually lost seven years of their goddamn life keeping up with that dumb ass shit. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't see it that way. I take the I take the pros from each episode because I, I know no, that's going to happen. No, but in the we're end. watching it because we got all the episodes in season. But can you Correct. imagine the X Files fans who oh, have yeah. to wait? They have to wait once a goddamn week. Hanging, once a week, on the edge once of their a week. Yep, yeah, yep. all this goddamn dumb man shit. <laughs> like, I don't know where I'm gonna waste my damn life like that. So seven years later is nothing but probably two months for me. I think I've been watching X-Files for two months now. So, yeah, seven years later is two months for me. But this bitch finally accepted it. It's damn near like 20 episodes per season. That's a lot, Don. I know. Yep, that's a lot. 20 goddamn weeks. Not including weekends, though, right? Yeah, you got to take weekends out. Yeah, I, I refuse to binge it. I got to take yeah. the, the juicy little morsels <laughs> patiently and slowly. Man, I don't, I don't even call it binge what I'm doing. I just hit play and end up doing my brain games and listening while, you know, that shit is happening. Oh, okay, you absorb it my, that way. I got yeah, you. Yeah, okay. it my attention, I'll rewind and be like, what What the fuck? Like, You're doing <laughs> this little thing, okay. <laughs> yeah, because I got I got I'm still a miner, okay. I'm mining, so I got to play brain games as well. And watching <laughs> these shows, you're still mining, you're still creating goddamn blockchains and shit. You got to get your Bitcoin though, Don. Damn, you could be a I still don't know right how to get my Bitcoin. I should have a lot of Bitcoins. You have a I, lot. I, I, was, I was supposed to have a lot of cryptocurrency by now. I forgot. Damn, all day, every day, you yeah, fucking kidding you sure me? Do. <laughs> shit. I'll be the richest motherfucker on the planet. All right, let's get back into it. Here we go. DARPA's altering the human's body's DNA. This was a long goddamn time ago, boys and girls. Is it not happening now? Let's go. But still relevant, Don. The it's truth right is out the, there, y'all. The experiments are being <laughs> by altering the human body's DNA. The future of mind control, and the future being right now, because uh, these experiments are being done, is using gene editing tools. And one of them is, would be CRISPR. The way it works is take the CRISPR, which are... First time I heard from, about the word CRISPR was from Zena. Hello. Yeah, that CRISPR two technology. Weeks ago. Uh, that CRISPR technology, yep, that is real. Man, let me wind this shit back a little bit. Hold up. Hold up. I'm winding back. Ain't but a five-minute video, but it's so, it's packed with Within a lot of people. Or wearing some kind of cap. So these things are being worked on, and we know that. So what's the next step? Maybe the next step is we can send instructions and information to an actual person from a distance with this kind of technology to let another person control their actions. But that could be something that could be malicious. If there's some way to do it from a distance, a much greater distance than something that you can wear on your scalp, that would be the ultimate technological achievement that would fall into this realm of mind control and direct human-machine interface that DARPA may well want to keep secret. In the near future, DARPA may possess the technology to remotely control the human mind. But as concerning as that may be, according to some scientists, a more permanent kind of mind control technology is looming. 
and it involves modifying the human brain by altering the human body's DNA. The future of mind control, and the future being right now, because uh, these experiments are being done, is using gene editing tools. And one of them is, would be CRISPR. The way it works is take the CRISPR, which are these short alternating repeats of DNA. You put that together with an enzyme called Cas. And so you take the CRISPR that you want to use, and you put these pieces together that can be injected and insert this DNA to certain areas of the brain so that we can change brain cells and turn you into something you would Wait a minute, 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 wait a minute. I have, I, I, listen, I heard the word CRISPR maybe two weeks ago, have no idea what the fuck it really is. I am so confused right now watching this shit. I can follow it, but I'm, I'm a little confused. That's all. I'm a little confused. You want to dissect it, Doc? Uh, hold on. How you spell Chris? C R I S P R. I P R. Yeah, it's the P R. It's the gene editing technology. Yeah, gene editing technology. That's what they put in them drinks. Um, CRISPR. It's an acronym for cluster, clustered, regularly interspaced, short, palindromatic, drumic, palindromic, palindromic, palindromic repeats. CRISPR. Clustered, regularly interspaced, Short palindromic repeats is a family of DNA sequences found in the genomes of prokaryotic organisms such as bacteria and archaea. Archaea? Is that how you pronounce it? That's from Wikipedia. Yeah, okay. So, okay, okay. Okay, 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 okay. All right, let me go back to it. Let me, let me go back to it. Where is it located? Hold on, let me get some of this shit up out of here. Hold up. NASA, get rid of that. Get rid of President Eisenhower. Where is that? Here, okay. All right, here we go. I'm winding back just a tad bit. Technology to remotely control the human mind. That's what this shit is all about, man. But as concerning as that may be, according to some scientists, a more permanent kind of mind control technology is looming. And it involves modifying the human brain by altering the human body's DNA. The future of mind control, and the future being right now, because uh, these experiments are being done, is using gene editing tools. One of them is, would be CRISPR. The way it works is take the CRISPR, which are these short alternating repeats of DNA. You put that together with an enzyme called Cas. So you take the CRISPR that you want to use and you put these pieces together that can be injected 
and insert this DNA to certain areas. That can be injected and insert this DNA to certain areas of the brain. My stomach hurt reading this shit. This is crazy. It's happening now. Oh, sure is. People volunteering for it to happen to them. They ain't even telling them, motherfucker. I would tell you if it was me. One of them is, would be CRISPR. The way it works is take the CRISPR, which are these short alternating repeats of DNA. We put that together with an enzyme called CAS. So you take the CRISPR that you want to use, and you put these pieces together that can be injected and insert this DNA to certain areas of the brain so that we can change brain cells and turn you into something you wouldn't otherwise be. So in this way, gene editing technologies like CRISPR really form a definite basis for future mind control. These are things that DARPA has investigated. Every technology has potential for good or evil, and who defines what's good and what's evil, and who uses it for what purpose. These are all questions that have been asked about everything from rockets to self-driving vehicles. We still don't have a good handle on the ethics of various technologies that we use. The technologists tend not to be so concerned with the ethics. That seems to be the domain of other people, policymakers, for example, academics. There needs to be. You heard what he just said? I think I did. What did he say? He said the people that are coming along with this stuff have questionable ethics. Yeah, I did hear that part. I was going to stop it and say the word is ethics that he used, just in case people didn't hear it clear. Let me wind it back. He sure did. Really form a definite basis for future mind control. These are things that DARPA has investigated. Every technology has potential for good or evil. And who defines what's good and what's evil and who uses it for what purpose? These are all questions that have been asked about everything from rockets to self-driving vehicles. We still don't have a good handle on the ethics of various technologies that we use. That's the part you talk about. We yep. still don't have a good handle on the ethics. Ethics. Yeah. We still don't have a good handle on the ethics. On the ethics of various technologies that we use. The technologists tend not to be so concerned with the ethics. That seems to be the domain of other people, policymakers, for example, academics, people like that. There needs to be a hand-in-hand interaction with people creating technology and those who are considering the ethics of that technology. It is, baby. That's on the History Channel, right? If you want to watch the full episode, feel free. That's the full. Is that the full episode? Yeah, I think it's a full episode. That shit came out in 2018, if I'm not mistaken. Nope, I'm wrong. Yeah, they moving real fast. It's right before 2019. You know what happens in 2019, right? What, Don? Event 201, where they're getting ready for the injections. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Mulder. What do you mean, Mulder? It can't be true, can it? That's what this shit is all about. Yeah, 
mind control, the whole new mind control project. That was the case with Parsa, y'all. Remember the Parsa case I was reading that took every last one of these motherfuckers to court, had them defendants from the Bushes, the Clintons, the Obamas, the Facebooker, do just about everybody you can think of, Soros, everybody listed on that case as defendants. Parsa was taking their ass to case, but he had to put it on record even though it was shitted on by the judges and shit, but once you get shit on record, because they wouldn't, um, they stopped selling his book, he went another route. They wouldn't let him on, um, sit down and have conversations on them big-ass stations and shit, because he was, you know, main media. So what he did, in order to get it out to the public, he filed it to the courts. That's how we were able to read it and understand it. He did a court filing doc, which means now it's on record. And that is with the AI technology. That's how we come to find out about the um the um the the modified um bees, the modified mosquitoes, the um gen- genetically modified um uh all types of shit, the altering of um the brain, the human brain, their mission is to control the human brain to um, to uh, change their rea- their reality and their thoughts and implant that shit. All of that to hook everybody up to this one huge ass beast computer system where it controls you. That came right be no that that dropped the the whole case when he filed it. It was during the same damn time they was ready to drop that event, 201, and then shortly after that, boom, create something that doesn't exist to give the human something that they need in regards to safety is the ejaculation. I'm using the word ejaculation. It's the ejaculation of the graphene oxide along with CRISPR. And what else? Did I miss anything? The nanotechnology that goes right up to their brain to hook them up. To the cloud Boom Mind control Mind control All of it Hand in hand Yeah all of it man This shit wow So DARPA has a hand in it All type Man god damn This shit wow Microsoft has a hand in it Bill Gates got a hand All of them man The big big boys baby This is it This is another piece To the puzzle right here it's a whole nother piece of the puzzle, man. This is some woo we God dog. Wow. Actually watching it happen. Who would have thought that shit? We'll be watching it happen at the same damn time. Or knowing what's gonna happen and when the happening happened, we actually watching it goddamn happen. Ninety seconds, thank you, newbie. We're going into overtime. I don't get I don't get to hear ninety seconds on my end. We're going into overtime, boys and girls, call in if you wanna uh comment. If you need to reset your phone, oh, too late, you got 10 seconds. Uh, the call-in number is 425, oh, too late, no, no matter. Let's knock out this last album. I'm tired of the motherfucker. All right, um, I'm going to take y'all, if, if YouTube don't uh, snatch it down for copyright infringement, but I'm going to take y'all somewhere else real quick. Sometimes you got to go back in order to know what the fuck is happening right now, man. This shit here, wow. 
Give me one second, and I'm going to show y'all. I'm going to give y'all some more. All right, this is that mm. crisper. Zena gave me that crisper word, man. I wouldn't have fucking known all this guy. You got to tie it in right, man. This shit here is wild. Okay, um, here is something else. Oh, shit. I'm going to subscribe to the CIA, the DOE, the NSA, and the DOD. <laughs> <laughs> on YouTube. Hold up. This is not what, yeah, I'm on that shit. Let me what are you see. part of, the uh, Alphabet Fan Club, Don? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to subscribe to every last one. It's the Research Institute Test on You page. It's the CIA, DOE, NSA, DOD, and the Research Institute Test on You. That's the channel. So, I'm um. I'm trying to hide it anymore. Yep. Yep. Yep, yep. Yep, 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 yep. So. Um, it's so much, man. Um, I don't even know. I don't even know what it, where to start to give y'all this shit. Where to give it to you at? Um, um. All right, I'll run down the list, and y'all just tell me which <laughs> which one that y'all want me to click on. Okay, I already gave you the top. Uh, I'm not giving you that. Um. Um, shit. Ah, uh, fuck. All right, whistleblower. NSA goal is total population control. Here's another one. Understanding electromagnetic radiation. This is in your. This is your class today. You wanna? You remember electromagnetic radiation? That was in the History Channel documentary that they was playing about DARPA. Okay, so you got NSA goal is total population control by a whistleblower. You have understanding electromagnetic radiation. Um, I already gave you all the CIA mind control. Um, let's see. You got, um, ooh, you got the... Um, you got Twitter suspends the U.S. Uh, vir- uh, virologist, Dr. Robert Malone's, remember him account, after his claim over Pfizer. I don't think we need to dance on that one. You got the 10 shady U.S. government operations. Um, man says, on, this is on Dr. Field's show, he's, man says voices in his head are because a microchip was implanted in his body. And it's not due to mental illness. Microchips in the body. He hears shit. Um, uh, let's see what happens. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, 101 facts about the CIA. New brain computer interface technology. That's with Steve Hoffman from TED. New brain computer Interface technology? No, no one's interested. All right, let's oh, move on. Oh, we're picking. Oh, I, I, yeah. I thought the electromagnetic radiation was good. Okay, I well, even thought fine. we were gonna make it past that one. Okay, cool. Then we'll go to electromagnetic radiation. Now I got to find it. Let me go back up. Start from top. Whistleblower. Top. Pop. Top. Understanding electromagnetic radiation, boys and girls. This is um. Because three is better than one. 
Experience unforgettable moments on Disney+. Plus. We don't fuck with Disney. In the modern world, these humans are completely surrounded by electromagnetic radiation. Have you ever thought of the physics behind these traveling electromagnetic waves? The great scientist, Heinrich Hertz, was the first man to transmit and detect electromagnetic waves. That's where they get megahertz from, from this guy right here, Heinrich Hertz. Got it? Megahertz. Got it. Frequency from him. Yeah. Here we go. In the modern world, we humans are completely surrounded by electromagnetic radiation. Have you ever thought of the physics behind these traveling electromagnetic waves? The great scientist, Heinrich Hertz, was the first man to transmit and detect electromagnetic waves. In his famous experiment, a high-voltage current was applied to the two ends of two metal wires, which generated a spark in the gap between them. This spark resulted in the radiation of electromagnetic waves. Those electromagnetic waves traveled through the air and created a spark in a metal coil located over a meter away. If you had placed an LED in that gap, the bulb would have glowed. This was a clear case of electromagnetic wave propagation and detection. However, before Hertz, the brilliant mathematician James Clerk Maxwell had already laid out the foundations for electromagnetic radiation by formulating four mathematical equations. However, these equations and the Hertz experiment raised the question, how do electromagnetic fields detach themselves from wires and propagate through a space? More specifically, what we need is a traveling electromagnetic wave and not a fluctuating one. Let's explore this logically. Consider an electric charge, which is moving at a constant speed. The electric field around it is shown. Now, imagine for a fraction of a second, it accelerates. After that, it continues its uniform motion at a higher speed. What we need to understand is the effect of this acceleration on the electric field. The interesting thing is that the information does not travel at an infinite speed. Instead, it travels at the speed of light. Similarly, the information about the sudden variation of velocity of the charge does not get conveyed to the whole electric field region. The field near it knows about it, but the field far away still has no idea that the charge has accelerated and it is still in the old state. Let's separate out these regions with the help of two circles. Since the electric field cannot break, the field between these distances must transition. This transition field is known as a kink. The kink moves or radiates outwards at the speed of light. To show the kink animation in a clear way, let's move the camera along with the charge. We can say here that the acceleration of the charge has caused an electromagnetic disturbance or electromagnetic radiation. Based on this understanding, we will be able to understand the most important experiment in the field of antenna technology, the oscillating electric dipole. The interesting fact about this simple oscillating dipole is that it produces electromagnetic radiation in a perfectly sinusoidal manner. Let's see how it is achieved. Before getting into the electromagnetics, let's understand how velocity and acceleration vary in this simple case. It is clear that at both ends, the velocities should be zero. And in the middle, the velocity should be at the maximum. This means that this is a case of continuous acceleration and deceleration. The electric field pattern is drawn here when the chargers are far apart and when the velocity is zero. In order to have a better understanding, let's examine one of the electric field lines. Let's observe the electric field line at T by 8. 
you can see that the electric field line is deformed. The reason for this deformation is simple. This time period is the region with the highest acceleration. As we saw earlier, accelerating or decelerating charges cause kinks in the electric field. In short, the old electric field does not get adjusted to the new field very well. This deformation is continuous since there is continuous acceleration in the charge. When two charges meet at the central point, the deformed line also meets there. After that, it detaches and radiates. This radiation travels at the speed of light. If you plot an electric field intensity variation with respect to length, you can see that the radiation we have produced is perfectly sinusoidal in nature. Please note that this varying electric field will automatically generate a varying magnetic field perpendicular to it. Now, let's have a look at how this applies to an antenna. A time-varying voltage is applied to the metal wire as shown. Due to the effect of the voltage, the electrons will be displaced from right to left and create positive and negative charges. With a continuous variation of voltage, the positive and negative charges will shuttle back and forth in the wire. This simple arrangement is known as a dipole antenna. The dipole antenna produces the same radiation as we saw in the previous section. In this case, the antenna works as a transmitter. The frequency of the transmitted signal will be the same as the frequency of the applied voltage signal. The same antenna can act as a receiver if the operation of the antenna is reversed. When propagating electromagnetic waves strike the antenna, the oscillating fields of waves create positive and negative charges at the ends of the antenna. The varying charge accumulation means a varying voltage signal is produced at the center of the antenna. This voltage signal is the output when the antenna works as a receiver. We can note here that for perfect transmission or reception, the length of the antenna should be half of the wavelength. This is the first antenna design criterion for proper reception or transmission. The second most important design criterion is a term called impedance matching. Perfect impedance matching will make sure that the waves are radiated in the most efficient way. When an alternating current passes through a circuit, it faces opposition from the combined effect of resistance, inductance, and capacitance. This combined effect is known as impedance. According to the maximum power transfer theorem, to transfer the maximum amount of power, the load impedance should match with the source impedance. For further understanding, let's take an example of a circuit containing an alternator as a source and a motor, bulb, etc. as a load. In this setup, to achieve maximum power transfer from alternator to the load, the impedance of the load must match with the impedance of the alternator. A similar impedance balance is required in the case of an antenna system. Since an antenna works on high-frequency signals, the impedance of the transmission line also becomes important. Hence, to achieve maximum power, the impedance of an antenna should match to the impedance of the source and transmission line as well. If the impedances do not match, some portion of the power would be reflected back to the source instead of radiating outwards from the antenna. A free space has an impedance value of 377 ohms. In a parabolic antenna, a waveguide is used as a transmission line, which has a different impedance value from the free space. That's why a feed horn is also included in a parabolic antenna. This way, the impedance of the waveguide is matched with the impedance of the free space so that It's all starting to make sense now, newbie. You know what it had me thinking, Don? What? It had me thinking, why do we have electrical poles if this is true? 
We shouldn't need them. Everybody should get electricity electromagnetically. <clears throat> right. You're right. And you know what else? What? what all starts to make sense to me as well as what you said? Is why he said that we have to be electro proton electro. Electron proton electron. We have to change it because they're fucking with this atmosphere. Mm. Radiation. Electromagnetic. Yep. So we have to be we have to be not proton electron proton but to transform into electron proton electron. Because of what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Reverse the polarity, yep. Yep, you got to reverse the polarity. Yeah, yeah. Brian, that is a good question. How do we become electron, proton, electron? And sweetheart, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I really don't know. I, I don't I don't know, baby. Mulder. 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 What do you mean you don't know, Mulder? Shit, do you know? Uh, didn't E.T. tell us how to do it, Mulder? I don't know. Rem- help me remember, man. Shit. Uh, Mulder. Mulder, it's your information. I don't believe in it, Mulder. It's it's coincidental, Mulder. Help me remember, because I don't. I swear, I don't. I believe it's in Chapter 7, Doc. I, I know it's in Chapter 6. It's in the Human Beast. It's in the Human Beast Chapter. He goes into the electromagnetic field. Well, he speaks about the goddamn brain and all that type of shit. It's in the chapter we're in now. It's coming up. Yeah. But I'm asking yeah. how, though. He said, Brian said, great day, Brian, by the way. Great day, uh, Jay Wine. But he says, um, how do we become electron, proton, electron? Chapter 7, Don. Oh, you're saying the living soul chapter gives uh, all of that. Is that what I'm you're sorry, saying? I'm sorry, Mulder. I meant, I meant Mulder. I meant Mulder. Right, but you're saying the living soul chapter, right, newbie? Correct, Mulder. Right, okay, okay. I, I received that. I received that, and which is why, we, okay, good, fine, fuck it. The, the living, chapter 7, the living soul, Brian. You're right. You're right, newbie. One of the most important chapters, Don. That's one really of my favorites. Really the only. <laughs> is there any other, Mulder? No, I don't think so, sir. Cause I tell you this much, though. Yeah, it is. It is. And 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 to be honest, man, I've really been working on that my damn self. Everything that's in the uh, living soul chapter. But I also think that the um the the uh, a mom that we're gonna do, Brian, you ain't around, but we're gonna start doing a mom ancient mystical to Melchizedek every last Thursday of the month on WGAG Radio. I think also that may have something to do with it, especially that part that um, um, Zena mentioned, that once we do some of these practices and exercises, and, and one of them in particular that she mentioned, Zakur, yeah, we'll be able to even hear goddamn ants, ants walking. Walk. <laughs> Mulder, what do you mean? Mulder. Yeah, yeah, so maybe all, all that he has he has given us, provided us, could help us. You know what I'm saying? All we got to do is, is put a lot of this goddamn spiritual shit into practice. You know what I'm saying? 
I yeah. actually had a qu- I'm glad you said that, Don. I actually had a question. Do you really want to do it on the 4th, or do you want to do it on the 3rd? The 4th or the 3rd of what? Week of the month. It's always the last Thursday. I know. The last Thursday is coming up. It's on the 28th. I understand that. But I'm saying for those who already have that connection. Have what connection? On the 3rd. I mean, on the 4th week of the month. It's always the last Thursday of the month, though. Correct, I on, correct. I still don't get your question. <laughs> All right, Mulder, don't mind me. Yes, I'll, it's the last Thursday of the month. You don't want to even mention it because I'm going to do it every I goddamn did, Thursday. You was like, I did mention it. That's right, why I was thinking Thursday that it would probably month. better on the third, <laughs> the third week. Why you You're right. The third Let's week. do it on the fourth. It's the last Thursday of the month. Correct. Is this it? It'll be the twenty eighth. Correct. Okay. <laughs> but that oh, time goodness. is open for that channel. Correct. The who? Mulder. The what? That day and that time is open for that channel. I, I don't get what you're saying though. For what channel? Okay. Come on, speak to me straight, man. You know what I'm saying? For the OM channel, guy. Huh? For the OM channel, for for all the OM members. Shit, we all got damn members, ain't we? Absolutely. So what channel are you talking about? <laughs> I plead the fifth. Man, come on, help me out, man. I'm slow. Hey, kitty cat. I'm a little slow, boo. Okay, okay, so I'll put it bluntly. Right? That time is open for open meditation for the own members, correct? I don't know. Is that correct or not? Yes, it is. Okay, then yes, if you say so. So then I'm saying that will you actually, will the channel be open if you're doing it on the actual day? Um, oh, you're talking about a channel channel. Right. Actually, OM is every Thursday. The, the fourth it Thursday is every Thursday. Every the, no, no, last Thursday of the month dealt with the Masons, always doing the crucifixion. I just thought about it. My bad. I'm a little late. Yeah, OM is always every Thursday. All right, so I have to go back in the, in the archives. In the archives? What archives? To make sure? The study books, yes. Oh, well, in that case, yeah, go back and see. But on, I thought on was every Thursday. But I went to on class one day, and it was on a fucking Wednesday. No, you went to on class on Thursdays, I understand. No, I said I went one time, it was on a Wednesday. Oh, okay. But as far as I know, the actual meditation itself is every fourth Thursday. When you're saying the meditation itself, you're saying what? Like there's an own meditation that you do? Every fourth Thursday or something? Is that what you're saying? Correct. Oh, okay. Well, okay, well, we don't know that. We didn't know that. I didn't know that. You don't have the study book guides? No. Okay. No. Obviously, you do, and Zena does, and whoever the fuck else I, does. I, I don't. I, yes, I do. I do have Oh, Okay. Them. Well, we're doing it, um, 
Shit, what are we doing then? Zena said. What do you mean as far as what you? What did yeah, you want to so, do? Donna? So yeah, I, I thought it was fucking every Thursday of the last month. Just for the hell of it, every Thursday of the last month. Okay, I'm game. We game. We all game. Right. So maybe Brian, this may help. You know what I'm saying? Uh, maybe all of this is part of it. Like everything. Um, you know what I'm saying? That he gave us is part of being able to uh, transform from proton, electron, proton to electron, proton, electron. That's what I'm saying. That's what I think. You know what I'm saying? No, no, no. We got to take it slow. It's we got to take done. it slow, pasta. You know what I'm saying? You're because because there's too many lessons, like back to back to back. So at least we can take it slow with each lesson because of what it, 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 it requires for us to do. You know what I'm saying? And we can talk about it, of course, on the Don Nicoleon show, Monday through Friday. You know what I'm saying? And even the El Holy Tablet show on Saturday, just so that we know if we're doing it right or wrong, and we probably have to go over it again. You know what I'm saying? Because that just that little bit that Zena gave us on the Holy Tablet show, that was already a lot, that little bit that she gave us. And then to do those exercises and practice, that's going to take perfect. So we got to keep practicing at least that shit, you know what I'm saying, every day so we can hear ants walk and shit. We don't need to rush it. We don't need to rush every lesson. We really need to take our time with it. You feel me? And from time to time, you know, when we gather on the Don Nicoleon show, you know, maybe perfect it a little bit better or something. You know what I'm saying? Because we do. We, we we have to. We don't need to, you know, go back to back to back every Thursday on it, man, and try to rush through it. We'll, we'll never get get a chance to actually master the practice. Like the zakor, because she said it was seven zakors, and that's that's in one goddamn that's in one study, one lesson, seven zakors that we must master to pull this shit off. And some of y'all still need to figure out how to fuck the goddamn astral project yourself and still use, you know, perfect more of your spiritual senses, not your physical, including me as well. But you know. Yeah, that too, right, Brian? Yeah. But I think all of this comes into play of what's happening. You know what I'm saying? What's going on? And why we not sick? You know what I'm saying? A lot of this shit, why we not sick? Why we able to hear something totally different from everybody the fuck else from the masses and shit? I think it all gone comes into play. I think it's all, you know, all part of what they're trying to do to the masses and what they can't do to us. Motherfucker. Good point, Don. <laughs> Goddamn, we... <laughs> that is a good point, ain't it? Trying to figure this shit out, man. The fuck? Like, you know, mind you now they got them mosquitoes trying to take our blood and figure out, you know what I'm saying, how to alter that motherfucker and get us under this damn mind control. Trying to do a lot. So I think he gave us a bunch of stuff to um, counteract these um, adverse forces, you know, because saying Jesus ain't going to cut it, is it? When the cross ain't going to cut it. A lot of this shit, that, ain't none of this shit, gonna, that, none of that going to help. 
They, them the motherfuckers that gave you Jesus, gave you the cross and shit. <laughs> None of this shit, that shit is not going to work. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll take our time and master all the, um, you know, secrets. Because we've got to master the secrets spiritually. So that's going to take some time. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do it right. Not rush through this shit. So that's your understanding the um, electromagnetic radiation because now it all makes sense. GM waves can be received properly. We hope the concept of such an important engineering phenomenon is... So is that, is that a bad thing or a good thing, electromagnetic radiation? Is that bad or good? I don't know. It isn't either bad or good, Don. It's just what it is. It's just, you know... It's just what it is. It's radiation. You use it for good or bad, just like fire or anything else, like water. Well, I know they use, for cancer, they use radiation to try to get rid of it, don't they? Yeah. And they use chemical therapy. Chemical. Chemo, yeah, chemotherapy. Chemical therapies, like them chemtrails, chemical trails in the skies, chemicals. I still keep saying that they're getting the, the planet ready for a whole new type of inhabitant. When they're doing all the chemtrails and shit, because certain other species can survive. Just like um, he said, um, like the Luciferians, you know, they, they can live off ammonia. You know what I'm saying? Their environment, like a lot of these motherfuckers' environments has to be like, have some, some type of ammonia on it in the, um, in the planet. I think it's Saturn. Done. You know what I'm saying? Huh? You're saying something right there. What did those miners smell when they were down there? Uh, they said sulfur. Didn't they say ammonia as well? I don't know if they did. I don't remember ammonia, but I do remember sulfur. Yeah. So. I don't know, man. This shit here is wild. All this shit is wild. I'll give y'all one more. Y'all want another one? Uh one of my CIA, DOD, and all that shit, NSA. What do you got? What do you got, Dan? What do you got? American Mind Control, MK Ultra, Havana Syndrome. Anybody familiar with Havana Syndrome? Um, some guy came to me, I don't know, about two, three months ago, and he was like, yo, man, you really need to look into Havana Syndrome. That's what you really need to look into. And this was when we was doing the MK Ultra files, the CIA files. So not sure about it, but Havana Syndrome. Maybe one day what we'll dance that? on that. We'll play with that, huh? What's the Havana Syndrome? I don't know. I, I never looked into it, but I have all the information on it. I just started stacking, saving it. Brian said that the Havana Syndrome is an alleged set of medical symptoms with unknown causes, experiments mostly abroad by U.S. government officials and military personnel. That's what Brian said. So? Unknown causes, um, huh? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, um... 
when Clinton was president, I don't even know how people missed this, like moms and dads. I could miss it. I'm still young, being distracted by a bunch of bullshit. But Clinton was addressing uh, at one time um, their human um, experimentation methods. It's like 27 goddamn parts of it. You got Clinton addressing all the human experimentations that's been done on his watch or prior to his watch and on his watch, and this probably will be done after his watch. Who knows? Got it? Got it. So this is a, let's play it. Let's just play the first one, see what this is. This is um, October 3rd, 1995. The human experimentation is real, and people think human experimentation does not require you to go into a medical practice. They do human experimentation even in the grocery stores, in music, in radio, in television, all of that, in schools. Everywhere you go is a human experimentation. It's everywhere, Internet, every goddamn thing. So it ain't like, you know, can't nobody do no human experimentation on your ass if you ain't been to the hospital. Anyway, so, right, newbie? They're doing that shit on air, goddamn about it. Even, even with the 5G towers placed everywhere, they know what they're doing. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and forcing people to um, get them smart meters in their homes so they could um, send data and information back, watch you. Human experimentation is even with the Siri. Even with the Siri, Veronica, and whoever the fuck else, little talking bitches that do everything for people, they report back all your activities. They record you every day, all day. Cortana, yeah, all that shit. Yeah, all of them. Bixby, this little bitch keeps popping up on my phone. I'll be telling this hoe I'm not even talking to you. Disable yourself, bitch. I hate you. Stop trying to be my friend. <laughs> Um, we're going to take it back to 1995, October the 3rd. Action. Give y'all some video footage. Why we don't have sound? With us are many family members of citizens who were subject to human radiation experiments and some of the advocates who represent them. Their presence signifies that this administration's commitment to meeting our obligations of power, our willingness to share information, to respect the right of people to know the facts, the responsibility to limit secrecy, and that which is truly essential, and that is to make those who were wronged and harmed whole. When President Clinton came to Washington, he was dedicated to the task of rebuilding the relationship between the citizens and the government. This advisory committee report, the president's response, and the actions he will direct many of us to take today are all evidence of our commitment and his commitment to rebuild the trust for the American people. You'll never Why get that trust. Why did the president direct his administration to open the doors on human radiation experiments? 
I believe that this openness puts us in a position as a nation to close many chapters of the Cold War, just as the president did by ending nuclear weapons testing for the United States, as the United States and Russia did in pointing our missiles away from each other and in dismantling warheads and extending the MPT. And today, another step of that openness is coming clean on the human radiation experience. When the president appointed the advisory committee, the advisory committee, he appointed, he committed our whole government to a massive record search, which included some 80, I'm sorry, some 840,000 pages on the declassification of some 3,020 documents. And we have made available to the American people these government records because they strike at the heart of the relationship between the American people and their government and whether the government misused individual citizens. The president committed to do this without knowing where it would lead or whether the records would reveal government mistakes, cause embarrassments, or lawsuits. He did this because he believed that it was the right thing to do. Today, the president receives from Dr. Faden and her colleagues on the president's advisory committee a report that tells the story of radiation experiments involving human subjects funded by the government. We did not realize when we began this journey, the this journey, the difficulty of the charge given these citizens, eminent ethicists, physicians, scientists, citizens, even lawyers. For the past 18 months, the advisory committee members... Do y'all trust y'all government and the lab coats and all the rest of them motherfuckers after this? Never. Okay. Never. Never and their staff have devoted much of their lives to this investigation. They sacrificed their weekends, their vacations, and late hours. And in the end, for the committee, their actual working days to review the documents going back for decades. Today, decades. they have their best judgment as to whether persons were wrong. The nation owes to them, to their families, and to all the staffs that have worked on this issue the generous gratitude for their public service, and most importantly, for the recommendations which the president will receive shortly. And most of all, we owe a gracious thanks to the family members who are here. Dr. Dr. Faden. After the damage been done decades ago, the human experimentation methods. Secretary O'Leary, Attorney General Reno, Secretary Shalala, other members of the Human Radiation Interagency Working Group. On behalf of my 13 colleagues on the advisory committee, I am proud to submit our final report. We worked extremely hard over the last 18 months in order to inform you and the American people about what really happened to radiation research subjects in the Cold War period. With the assistance of federal agencies, private research centers and hospitals, and numerous citizens, we have a- That's amazing, because it's during the Cold War period, right? But Russia the bad guy. But your American goddamn government was doing human experimentation on radiation on their ass. This shit wild, ain't it? When they know damn well that if they just look for guinea pigs, people would have just signed up just for $20 or $100. 
This shit wild. This shit ridiculous. Because it's during the Cold War the whole goddamn time. Is there ever really a Cold War, Don? Hell no. You don't believe none of that shit they be saying. Even if I wasn't born, I still don't believe shit they say it was. I didn't even believe it in school when they were talking about the Cold War. I didn't believe that bullshit. This is the planet Earth. We're always at war. <laughs> okay. Let's go to the next one, man. I want to hear this bitch talk. In 31 days of open hearings conducted in Washington and throughout the country, we have heard from hundreds of public witnesses. We have found that wrongs were indeed committed, both with experiments involving radiation and with intentional releases of radiation into the environment. Is this, the, is this not happening today? It's more radiation than it is now, so the experiment did work. Yep. Yeah, because that damn shit is frying your nine magnetic particles now. <laughs> In the pursuit of peace and the advancement of medicine, certainly to laudable goals, the rights and interests of individuals and communities were sometimes ignored. We found that government officials and physicians who had the trust of the public and of their patients abused that trust. Patients were used as subjects of experiments without their knowledge or consent. Information was withheld from affected communities and from the public. Secrets were kept to protect the government from embarrassment and legal liability. While the radiation, while the radiation doses in the experiments we studied were usually low, and officials and scientists were often concerned about risk, we do not believe that excuses the wrongs that were done. We urge you to do the right thing by those who have been wronged or harmed by these events. In our report, we recommend for your consideration guidelines for compensating former subjects. But if we are to keep faith with those who have suffered, we must all do more. Your extraordinary efforts have allowed the American people to learn about a piece of our history that we could not otherwise have understood. You have opened the doors of this nation's records, and they must stay open. You have recognized the price of secrecy in research for what it is, a legacy of cynicism and a legacy of distrust. Trust. If we are to keep faith with those who have suffered, we must do everything possible to guarantee that what happens to them never happens. They need to do the same damn press conference on what they did to everybody that went and got drunk, don't they? They went to the That's bar. exactly they, what I was thinking, Mulder. They this is bullshit. They waited for 20 thinking, goddamn Mulder. 30, 40 fucking years later for this whole ass shit. This shit, he'll be, this shit, these they, they, they motherfucking hell, boy. They damn sure know how to play savior, don't they? It doesn't stop, Don. It'll never stop. Oh. All right, that's it. I don't want to hear no more of that bullshit. Yeah, yeah, because they, well, um... Hold Yeah, because the shit never stops simply because, you know, they, they wait 20, 30, 40 fucking years later, man, to tell the motherfuckers what their government did. That shit never started. 
have to Let me erase this whole. To the advisory Your government full of shit, man. It's like every time they on their deathbed is when they time to expose some shit. You know what I'm saying? Did nineteen what ninety five? That was nineteen ninety five. Then you get another president right after that or some shit. Start it all up again. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna give y'all a little taste about the uh, Havana syndrome. Is obviously it must be happening now. In the reality that we're all sharing. This is United States patent number six million five hundred and six thousand one hundred forty eight B two. Dated January 14, 2003. And this is the 10th. Oh, shit. There it is. The nervous system manipulation by electromagnetic fields from monitors. You hear this? This was January the 14th, 2003, when they patented the United States. This ties into what we were just listening to, Don. Fuck yes. This is the kind of stuff that's actually going on in the reality that we're all sharing. This is the United States patent, number 6,506,148B2, dated January 14, 2003. And this is the 10th in a series of patents by this particular man, all about manipulation of your nervous system, and in some ways remote manipulation, subliminal manipulation. And he ended with this one here, nervous system manipulation by electromagnetic fields from monitors. And I just wanted to go over this with you because this is a thing that exists. And it existed over a decade ago, well before they made the switch, the fourth switch to digital, where they can layer the signals. And if there's anything strange in that, you're not going to see the interference, right? This has to do with physiological effects that have been observed in human subjects in response to stimulation of the skin with weak electromagnetic fields pulsed with certain frequencies near half a hertz or 2.4 hertz, such as to excite a sensory resonance. Many computer monitors and TV tubes when displaying pulsed images emit pulsed electromagnetic fields of sufficient amplitude to cause such excitation. It is therefore possible to manipulate the nervous system of a subject by pulsing images displayed on a nearby computer monitor or TV set. For the latter, the image pulsing may be embedded in a program material or overlaid by modulating a video stream, either as an RF signal or video signal. The image displayed on a computer monitor may be pulsed effectively by a simple computer program. For certain monitors, pulsed electromagnetic fields capable of exciting sensory resonances in nearby subjects may be generated even as the displayed images are pulsed with subliminal intensity. In other words, wow. you don't even know they're doing it. And then he has all these lovely drawings to go with this, which are just great. Actually, I have a favorite. It's this one right here. Remote computer, internet, her computer, her monitor, her. You see that? They can do this remotely and you don't even know that it's being done to you. Tense feeling in your stomach, sudden loose stool, and sexual excitement, all depending upon the precise frequency used. And what type of excitement? Did they say sexual? Yes, sexual. Now, why have I been having sexual? Yes. Now, why have I been having sudden loose stool? Now, why have I been having sudden loose stool? God damn, no wonder I've been feeling drowsy lately, feeling the pressure of a center spot on the lower edge of the brow. 
seeing moving patterns of dark purple and greenish yellow with the eyes closed. You see this shit? Look, that's exactly what I see with my eyes closed. I see moving patterns of purple, green, yellow, light, a tonic smile. What the fuck is a tonic smile? This shit. God. Nigga, we all got the Havana syndrome. Oh, shit. Let's cancel. Hold up. My bad. Damn, that was quick. All right, that's one on the Havana syndrome. Hold up. Let me go back to it. What, we got 20 minutes remaining, 15 minutes? All right, hold on. Hold on. Let me find the Havana. Uh, Where is it? Damn. Oh, here's one right here. Wait, it's more. Hold on. All of this is Havana. Uh, hold up. NSA use target individuals under Havana syndrome. Yeah, I think this must be it. Here we go. It be a surprise to anyone that. Uh... Damn, they have a goddamn. They have a look. Satan. S A T A N. Silent assassinations through adaptive neural networks. Satan. This your government, man. <laughs> they call it Satan, man. They're not even Simon hiding it, Doc. What did I say? To adaptive neural networks. <laughs> They're not hiding it anymore, Don. Plain sight. Oh, oh my goodness! Targeted individual programs led to mental illness. They got another one called Alice. Another one called Tam J. Man, what the fuck? Let me wind this shit, man. <laughs> Satan, y'all. <laughs> it could be a surprise to anyone that uh, there are many sociopaths, psychopaths in society. Let me walking. speed this nigga up. Um, especially when you're younger, you can be persuaded more easily. We call them morally flexible so one of my buddies said in the CIA, we're not looking for saints or angels. Uh, war is hell. So in this slide, uh, there's a weapon system acting in statements, silent assassinations through adaptive neural networks, and these are neural weapons we've been using for a long time. Uh, I, I don't have much time left, but Tammy is an older system, a, a subsystem called Thought Memory Interface. Rehack was the CIA one called Remote Hypnotic Interval Control. is very early research on how we correlate the hypnotic pulses, align them in the target brain uh, for the macro and micro circuitry. Uh, Alice, just because I know this is being uh, shown at MIT, was the chatterbox, just to be fun, wait people's time. Uh, we see them all the time on Facebook and et cetera. Um, and that was weaponized, of course, to as one colonel said, we will. We really don't need this nigga. All we need is, let me go back to the beginning. He, he, he ain't saying shit. Um, this is what we really need. It shouldn't be a. This is what we need. We need to look up Satan. Silent assassination through adaptive neural links networks. That's what we need, Brian. We need T-A-M-J, with thought and memory interface. We need to look up R-H-I-C, Remote Hypnotic Intercerebral Control. Look up Alice from M-I-T, A-L-I-C-E, and other chatterbots. That's what that shit for. Walking and talking the target to their death, used in a denial of service attacks to the human mind, part of the massive destructive 
human experimentation taking place. Hold on. When I say taking place, let it show a little bit. There we go. Let me move this out of the way. Part of the massive destructive human experimentation taking place. Sleeper assassins, etc. Mostly hidden in the mentally ill labeled club. This shit wild. This is Havana syndrome and psychological experimentation. This is what the fuck is going on, man. Y'all know y'all got to stay away from people. I do have the CIA saved, though. Just going to tell you that. All right, let's move on to this one real quick. Technologies that are being torturing people around the world, uh, causing shooting. This is American Mind Control, MK Ultra Havana Syndrome, targeted individuals' information from Congress. Schools and uh, airports and other places. Uh, they hide it in their news broadcast. Oh, it's just, you know, <laughs> they don't go any deeper. Um, you think that's really what's kind of prompting the continued secrecy? Because they seem to have uh, sort of a granite lock here. They, they don't want to to expose this at all. They've well, got they've got psychiatry in place, you know, to tamp down any kind of report from the community where people are actually exposing and little talking about it. They bring in the, you know, you are crazy, you are a schizophrenic story. Try to put yourself in their shoes. Uh, there's some important top brass general at the Pentagon. You know about this. Uh, you've ordered this. And this leads out, not only is your career over, you're probably going to go to a Nuremberg trial for treason. Um, so in the shame of the country, such as America, we're supposed to be the world top and moral leader, you can't say, yeah, we've been manipulating democracies for 60 years, and we've been torturing and without due process. So I understand Mr. Good's idea, which is wait until your right has been taken from you, and then you can petition the government to get it back. I understand that that's his idea. My question is, can you name another constitutional right that we have that is chilled until you find out it's chilled, and then you have to petition the government to get it back? Is, is that true with the First Amendment? There are strict criteria before. That's not my question, ma'am. That is not my question. My question is what process is afforded a United States citizen before that person's constitutional right is infringed? And he's fine with doing it with the Second Amendment. My question is how about the first? How about we not let them set up a, a, a website or, or a Google account? How about we not let them join the church until until they can petition government to get off the list. How about not get a lawyer? How about the Sixth Amendment? How about you can't get a lawyer until you petition the government to get off the list? Or my favorite, how about the Eighth Amendment? We're going to subject you to cruel and unusual punishment until you petition the government to get off the list. Oh, gee. Yeah, we do need to look up Havana Syndrome. We need we need a little bit more facts on that. Wait, hold up. We need a little bit more facts on the Havana Syndrome. I just want to tell you all that. Uh, here's, here's a little bit more. It's four minutes. This goes way A real-life experiment where I was the subject of a prototype device designed to project images into the mind without electrodes. The prototype machine developed from scientific data 
could, according to some scientists, have a profound effect as a weapon of war. Electronic mind control research is not new. A scientific milestone in this area came in the 1960s when Dr. Jose Delgado demonstrated remote control over a charging bull. Delgado proved that the animal's aggressive impulses could be thwarted by electronically manipulating the bull's muscle reflexes. Do you realize the fantastic possibilities if from the outside we could modify the inside? Could we give messages to the inside? But the beauty is that now we are not using electrodes. In recent years, Delgado has shown that the behavior of monkeys can be altered using low-power pulsating magnetic fields. But in these experiments, there were no antenna implants. Any function in the brain, emotions, intellect, personality, well, could be perhaps modified by this non-invasive technology. Delgado's research has so far been limited. Radio frequency, or RF device, has been used for over 30 years to manipulate the moods of mental patients. It's called a LIDA machine. It radiates pulses of radio frequency energy, as well as light, sound, and heat. The pulse rate is in the extremely low frequency range, between 0 and 100 pulses per second. Dr. Ross 80 is the top researcher at the Veterans Administration Hospital in Loma Linda, California. He has been investigating the effects of the LIDA machine. Well, they don't use it anymore. We should be very clear that uh, this is a machine which is regarded by them as, as uh, somewhat obsolete technologically. This scientist, who did not want his identity revealed, is employed by the U.S. government and has done secret RF weapons research. He believes that tests done with the LIDA and similar machines prove that humans are susceptible to remote alterations of mood and awareness. Certain kinds of weak electromagnetic signals work exactly like drugs. And so the promise is that anything you can do with drugs, you could do with the right electromagnetic signals. Did y'all hear this shit? Please tell me y'all hear this. This is some old ass shit. They perfected it, finally. Believe that tests LIDA and similar machines prove that humans are susceptible to remote alterations of mood and awareness. Certain kinds of weak electromagnetic signals work exactly like drugs. And so the promise is that anything you can do with drugs, you could do with the right electromagnetic signals. Parents. So you know what the fuck that means. They don't look like, sound like they done covered all goddamn bases with this shit. I don't do no fucking drugs. The majority of your masses probably don't even do drugs, wouldn't even accept drugs from a goddamn pharmacist, from a damn doctor that prescribes it. So this is a way to get everybody basically intoxicated with the electromagnetic signals. You you hear what I'm trying to say? Because from the CIA files, all they were doing in the beginning was investigating uh, all types of plants and pulling the chemicals out of the plants, giving them LSD, all types of shit, right? And the CIA files we was doing. Well, obviously, everybody ain't, everybody finna be, ain't finna be on no goddamn psychedelic ass shit. Ain't nobody finna be on that. So what's another way to put them under hypnosis, under mind control? Electromagnetic motherfucking signals all over the goddamn planet. Listen to this old scientist right here. He don't want his identity revealed. Let me wind it back. Listen to this motherfucker here. We should be very clear that uh, this was a machine which is regarded by them as, as uh, somewhat obsolete technologically. This he scientist, once his identity revealed, 
is employed by the U.S. government and has done secret RF weapons research. He believes that tests done with the LIDA and similar machines prove that humans are susceptible to remote alterations of mood and awareness. Certain kinds of weak electromagnetic signals work exactly like drugs. And so the promise is that anything you can do with drugs, you could do with the right electromagnetic signals. Apparently, there are specific sites involved, specific functions involved. It's a matter of matching up, just like it is with a pill or a drug to cause an effect. You could have cause and effect relationship between a magnetic field and a biological function. CNN enlisted the help of noted physicist Dr. Elizabeth Rauscher and electrical engineer Bill Van Bice to build and test an RF mine interference machine from data found in Soviet scientific literature. A machine For those that keep forgetting, RF is radio frequency, okay? Let me run it back. Sure. An electrical engineer, Bill Van Bice, to build and test an RF mine interference machine from data found in Soviet scientific literature. The machine itself was inexpensive and easy to construct using parts from a consumer electronics store. It emits a weak magnetic field, pulsed at extremely low frequency. As the subject of the test, I was blindfolded and my ears were blocked to prevent inadvertent clues as to what was happening. A magnetic probe was placed about 18 inches from my head. As the experiment began, two signal generators produced waveform patterns that were transmitted by the magnetic probe at about one one-thousandth of the Earth's natural magnetic field strength. Describe anything that you see, if, uh, if any. In the control room, Van Bice varied the waveforms being generated. In another room, I could see waveforms changing shape in my mind. Parabola just went by. Uh, Later, I asked Van Bice what a weapon using this technology could do. Induce, uh, basically, what would be considered hallucinations in people, direct them to uh, do things against their so-called better judgment. We showed the results of our test to Dr. Robert Becker, a two-time Nobel nominee for his work in the biological effects of electromagnetism. This is a very significant experiment. He said he thought the machine caused a disturbance in the brain's interpretation of vision, and as uh, such that, could be used as a weapon. That kind of a, of a disturbance in the visual system could markedly influence the operations of uh, a fighter pilot, a helicopter pilot, uh, or the even a, uh, a simple an aberration in the visual field as making everyone seeing double or everyone having their visual field jitter like a poorly adjusted television screen. Wow. Uh, the effect upon, of that upon the efficiency with which an Army, an Air Force, or a Navy would operate would be catastrophic. More about RF weapons in my next report. Chuck DeCaro, CNN, Special Assignments. That, that was CNN was giving it up, wasn't it? Shit, CNN don't give you nothing now. That's a long, long time ago. CNN is controlled by the government now, boys and girls, by the deep state, by the Illuminati. I'm Don Nicole Young, man. This has been certainly quite interesting. So, yeah, we're going to look up more on this Havana syndrome, utilizing direct energy from uh, radio frequency and electromagnetic Radiation. All of that goes into play. This shit go way back. You see how far we had to go back, Kitty? We had to go back damn near before we were goddamn born to figure out this shit. (laughs) 
So they perfected it from it being in a machine to now electromagnetic radiation is all around us as if they are administering drugs to our nervous system, neurotechnology. God damn it, are you fucking kidding me? And the patent, the United States patent we just saw, think about this shit. God damn. Lord, have mercy. Zena, what you got? My neighbor just told me he got COVID after he stopped smoking. (laughs) After that motherfucker stopped smoking, COVID was waiting on that motherfucker, huh? (laughs) Yo, this is too much, man. I love y'all, man. Man of the Hour is up next. See y'all on the Don and Coleone show in the new day. Boy, you learn a lot, I tell you, boy. Ah, connect the dots. I'm up out of this bitch. Y'all have an awarding day. Peace.